Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. So you have no idea what an inspiration you've done to not only the city of, of Boca Raton or the College of FAU, but the, the country. Because the country watches this tournament. This is like the, the world watches this tournament. Your FAU Owls headed to, a little bit later on this morning, heading to Houston for the Final Four. And you know who that was, that voice? That, no. That voice of inspiration thanking the team and the school. The coach? None other than Carrot Top, the comedian. Really? Never saw that coming. <laughs> of all surprises, that's the biggest one so far. I had no idea he went to FAU. Either did I. He gra- When did he graduate, you said? It said 89. So And he came from the College of Business. He got a marketing degree. How do you he like that? He's a, he's a big sports fan overall. That much I knew. I just didn't know he was like from here. I don't think he grew up in Boca, but obviously that's where he went to college. And he's been in Vegas forever. He's yes. had, a re- I think, probably one of the longest residencies there is. He's been there forever. I st- I don't know if this has changed or not, but at least a couple of years ago, he was still one of the top earners in Vegas for people going to the Carrot Top show. Really? Isn't that great? Hey, he's done oh, some TV specials. Good for him. Yeah. You know what? A friend, I forget who it was. A friend of mine got in an elevator in Vegas once and Carrot Top was in. He says he turned around and he went, yo, you're Carrot Top. He goes, yeah, no. <laughs> it was the response. He said he was a great guy. They had a nice conversation in the elevator. I have an amazing radio-related Carrot Top story. We used to have a sales manager in this building, actually, that he had come from Vegas. He owned a couple of small stations, owned some houses there, <clears throat> had done well. And he, he used to come out, his name was Dale, and he used to come out with these unbelievable stories in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <clears throat> and he was a zinger, and you could not not listen to him when he told the story. We were just at a dinner one time, whatever, and he, he, would, he was smoking a pipe. It was outside, and he takes a puff, and he goes, sold my house <clears throat> to Carrot Top. <laughs> And then he left it at that. And he started smoking the pipe again. And and everybody's like, what? What? (laughs) Can can you expound on that just a little bit, Dale? He said, yeah, Carrot Top bought his house. And he said he had Carrot Top had such ADD. It was so big, could not make a decision. Really? Came back to look at the house 10 times. 10 times? I love it. It's a house in my dream. I want to buy it. It's for sure. Would go back home and call back again. He said, I just want to look at some more. I can't make a decision on that. They finally. Oh, my God. Listen, you have to make a decision here. And he finally did. He He bought the house. How do you like that? Carrot Top bought my house. And Dale tells the story. He goes, yeah, wow. We, we call him Scott. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> oh, yeah, because his real name's what, Scott Thompson Scott or something? Scott Thompson. Yeah, how do you like that? <clears throat> and there you we go. We call him Scott. That's the only Carrot Top story I got. I, t- I never out. met the guy. Well, now now we got a, the, the FAU relationship story. That's pretty cool. Good for them. So it, they're headed to headed to Houston today. Is he going to Houston, too, to watch the Final Four? Did we find out? I don't know. I'm Maybe. Curious. I mean, it, they should it, find all their alums. How much were tickets to go to the Final Four? They got to be expensive, right? A lot. Yeah. So only people like Carrot Top can afford them. 
Well, I know each school got so many because there was there was an article this weekend about how you could get tickets if you were a student at yeah, FAU. Absolutely. So they have to make them affordable for some of the kids at least to go. But still, you got to right. get to Houston and you got to stay in Houston where it's going to be expensive because of the the tournament. Right. So, well, good for them. I hope they win it all. Absolutely. Go Owls. Uh, and this is a little bit up north, a citywide candlelight vigil. They've had some unofficial ones so far, but the official vigil in Nashville will be tonight after uh, the tragedy that happened there. And uh, not only to honor the victims, but also honor the heroes that have been revealed, and a lot of them. Some of the teachers, heroic actions, the police officers. We all saw the body cam footage. Right. They did it. It's been called to a T. They followed exactly what they were supposed to do. And some people are saying that should be the model for all police agencies across the country. Yeah, and these guys, uh, you got to understand, they came from the police department, and it started and ended in 14 minutes. So, I mean, their response time was, like, incredible to begin with. And then they just ran right into the building. They didn't wait. They didn't wait for somebody to tell them to go in. They just went in. Unreal. And and that's how – you're right. That's how it should be. That's how it should have been in Uvalde, Texas. After, you know, what happened in Parkland, right. people should have taken note of that, and they should have been training across the country at police departments. I was a little surprised, happily surprised, that there was actually – more of a more of a focus yesterday on a lot of different networks and a lot of different discussion groups about uh, school safety itself, security, which is nice. I thought they were going to try to douse that story again. And I think that's what helped with the body cam footage. Yeah. You, know, you watch those two guys work in tandem, and, and they, they did. It was like by the book, and, and it ended up being very successful for the mm. police department. So hopefully people look at that and say, yeah, you know what? I want a cop like that in my kid's school. Absolutely. This is a crazy story. Do you hear about this? These kidnappers demanding more ransom now for that Florida couple taken from a bus in Haiti huh? earlier this month? Oh, it's nuts. Family members of John Dickens Toussaint and his wife, Abigail, say they've paid already 6000 bucks. Oh, jeez. Now the criminals are demanding more. More than 200000 for each person. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. They have a uh, little son who's only two still back in Florida with his grandfather. Oh, dear. That is nuts. How horrible. Jeez. Well, yeah, I did. Oh, that's, that's one of those areas of the world. Even if I have family back in the, the home country, I don't know if I'd go. Uh, you know, there's certain places you just don't go. Like, going to Mexico now, I would never go to Mexico. I hear you. After all the stuff you've heard. How about I, the spring break care. stories coming out of there? Yeah, th- well, that one girl, they, they, they made it sound like something happened to her in Mexico. She, I, I guess she went into a coma. And they thought maybe it was something that she drank or she ate. But according to the neurosurgeon that uh, when they got her back to wherever it was, they sent her. I think it was here, Florida. He said whatever. It was a pre-existing condition wow. that she may have had a blood clot. It wasn't anything to do with what she ate or drank in Mexico. Unbelievable. But it sounded bad. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, the thing in Dominican Republic. Right. That they're killing us with the booze and it turned out not to be that. So. Oh, boy. Anyway. And better news, and I mean really good news. Yes. It's great news for guys like this. Yes! Everybody has to like me. I must be liked. <laughs> I, when I saw the story about <laughs> short, bald guys doing well in dating, I thought of George Costanza from Seinfeld. Well, you know what? That's about what you get with the short, balding guy. New study on dating from dating.com says if you're a short guy losing your hair, you got the total package. <laughs> so they say, third of people currently looking for a guy say that being bald and under five foot seven would have no impact on their decision to date them. Now, here's the thing. According to the poll, one benefit of dating a guy who's short and bald is 
He's not going to cheat on you. Oh, well, that's a, yeah, that's like a desperation yeah. thing. Yeah, he's not. That's so what the they're appeal saying. is like safety? Yeah. Wow. So 72% say they'd be less worried the guy would cheat on you. Well, I mean, it's a big factor. Remember that old song, You Want to Be Happy for the Rest of Your Life? Never oh, make a pretty woman your wife. That's the same concept, that's I guess. Same concept. Wow. Well, yeah. you know what? Let's celebrate the short ball dude. This I is do. his era. 63% of singles say personality far more important to them than looks. Okay. I mm, I yeah. I don't see any any comment about money in this <laughs> survey. Just saying. I'm sure short, short and short bald, bald with and money rich. is more appealing than short and bald and poor. Yes. Because then you bet. just have yes! you just have George. Wow. But I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. Well, good for them. Well, All right. Good, yeah. Good news. <laughs> How about this? Would you eat a woolly mammoth meatball? Huh? I'm pretty hungry this morning. It's sounding pretty appealing to me, to be honest with you. Scientists, dis- scientists have done it. It's disgusting, if you ask me. How do you know? You haven't tasted one. It tastes like chicken? What does it taste like? <laughs> I don't know. Put some ragu on there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'll tell you what that's all about, as well as some headlines, too. And uh, more heroes from the Nashville uh, situation are emerging, including one Hollywood actress, believe it or not. How do you like that? All right, a lot coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. And not to get too weather heavy on you, but we were just watching some of the TV monitors of this insane low pressure storm. It looks like a hurricane coming off the coast of California. Isn't that amazing? It looks insane. And it's going to sweep across the entire nation. They may saying, bring like a lot of snow to the Great Lakes and then New England. Yeah, they're saying next next Friday, not this Friday, next Friday, right? San Francisco could get snow. Right before Easter. Isn't that amazing? But they're saying this Friday... They're going to get tornadoes through, like, Missouri and Oklahoma and, and those parts like they had last weekend in, where did, it was it, Mississippi? They're saying already, be prepared. They're telling these people, this is coming your way. Too much. That's it's crazy. Just too, that's, that's, no, couldn't do that. No, <laughs> no, I, I don't like I'd tornadoes. I'd be a snowbird, but I'm not going back up there. Yeah. No. Nah. Yeah. Me Stay right both. here. I agree. Even with the lack of rain and the allergies. <laughs> I know I'm whining about it. I'm sorry. But it was uh, I, I laughed out loud last night. I was th- this close to getting some rain. <laughs> Were you doing a dance outside and everything? Oh, I was walking Cooper. It's like and then all of a sudden the wind got, you know, and it looked like just like it would when it rained. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Just did a tag. Just to make it a little more human. Like, oh, come on. <laughs> All right. Uh, news-wise, tonight's the night. Citywide candlelight vigil set for tonight in Nashville after, uh, obviously, what happened. And it, uh, the organizers saying it's set to not only the honor and remember the victims, but also honor the heroes that are popping up. Uh, you know, one being, I guess, first and foremost, would be the headmistress of this school that they said uh, she was on a Zoom phone call. And the minute she heard gunshots, she went running into the school. And right toward the gunfire. Uh, so she may have been one of the first people that unfortunately were killed. But uh, they said she, as she was running, she was yelling at teachers, get the kids out, get the kids out, get the kids out. And that's how a lot of these kids were saved. And we also saw, of course, I think everybody saw it because it was a, just amazing footage. And what they, what they did was heroic, I'd have to say. The body cam footage from two different police officers released by Nashville PD yesterday. Yeah, they were the the two. That, they look really young, too. I yeah, didn't see how old these guys were. But uh, it was by the book. It was like watching a movie. You know, like when I mean, you see, you know, movies and they, they, they do these raids. These guys went in and very methodically without talking. You're going this way. You're going. One's the shooter. One's the lookout. It's it's they got it down to a science. I don't know whether this is the case already or 
it will be or whatever it is, but I've heard it said several times by experts that this will be the the gold standard in the training video for how to do it for many police departments. But a big part of that is they were allowed to do their jobs, too. So true. You know what? They they didn't wait and didn't ask for permission to go in. These two guys just ran in right away, even while they were being shot at by the woman who was up on the second floor. Right. She was at wherever she was at the time, shooting at the cops below. Uh, they came, came running in, but they ended it. I mean, it, it from the first shot to the last shot, 14 minutes. Wow. That's pretty incredible as far as a response time. It is. It's incredible. So these guys, uh, they'll be they'll they'll go down in history. Good for them. Oh, yeah. I just hope no one threatens their lives because of what they did. Well, that's the thing. It's their their names and pictures are everywhere now. So you hope so anyway. Wow. I don't know. Here's another hero that's popped up out of this. Of all people, Melissa Joan Hart. Remember that actress? Yeah. Wasn't she like in? Was it Sabrina the Teenage Witch or something? What yeah. was she in? Yeah. That was she in. You're right. That was it. Okay. In the nineties, apparently yeah. lives right there. Her kids go to school there. Come on, really? And they were they were in his school that day, but uh, they were at they were at the school. We are all okay, but we did. My husband and I were on our way to school for conferences, and uh, luckily our kids weren't in today. And uh, we helped a class of kindergartners across a busy highway. How about that? Holy cow! Surprising, huh? Who knew? I didn't even know she lived there. Mm. I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there were other famous kids there because look at how many country stars live. You know, in Nashville. That's a great point. Yeah, you're right. You know, or around Nashville. I right. mean, that that is the music center for that state or Big, for the country. growing area. Tons so, of people yeah. moving to that area. So it's uh, it's just it's just nice to know it's over. And, and unfortunately, six people were killed. But wow. this stuff's got to stop. Yeah, so that uh, vigil will happen tonight. It's about the heroes as well. All right, in the meantime, you hungry already this morning? I'm always hungry, yes. Why? I am too, which is why when I first saw this story, I said, oh, gross. But then I thought, hmm, you know what? Put some seasoning on there, and I think I might eat, actually eat a woolly mammoth meatball. Come on. I don't know guys. if that's a woolly mammoth sound. It's all I had. <laughs> sounded like an alligator. I don't know what they actually okay. sounded like. So these guys, they got the gem- genetic material from a woolly mammoth. I don't know where they got the DNA sequence from, but they did. And they made the very first woolly mammoth meatball. So a meatball made out of meat from a woolly mammoth grown in a lab. Is it gluten-free? Just kidding. I don't oh, know. It sounds... T- How can you eat is meat it, that's grown it, in a lab? What is, is it, it keto? Like? <laughs> it's keto-friendly. Yeah. I don't know, but they did it. Wow. Mammoth DNA, which I guess is a thing from fossils, right? I, this is this is like Jurassic Park. That's a whole thing that you know they did in Jurassic Park. Had a couple of a couple of gaps to fill in the, in the DNA chain, so they filled it in with elephant DNA. You're right. It's gonna say they didn't put frog in it like they did in the Jurassic Park thing. That was a bad idea. Bad idea because remember that made it change sexes on its own. Now here's where it gets a little. <laughs> They're go- yeah right. Their goal is is to grow grab lab grown meat to go mainstream, so we don't have to go protein from living animals. Yeah, they're trying to kill off so cattle farmers. Pretty much. Well, yeah. Uh, you're not wrong. You want to hear from the, some of the scientists? Here we go. These are cells that are often obtained from an animal and then grown. We can take a, an almond-sized, about the size of the tip of your little finger, we can take that small biopsy from an animal and then produce enough food to, to feed cities and countries. Dodo nuggets were actually, when we set out from this journey, was actually the first idea that we had. We pivoted to mammoth because there's just more information uh, known about it. 
We pivoted to okay. Mammoth. Let me ask you this, because I put this up on our other webpage. The the meatball is mammoth size. I mean, it's a huge meatball. Do you think they just made a huge meatball to? Oh yeah. Just because it's the woolly mammoth. It's, and it's a publicity so thing. Okay. It it looks fake. It looks like a rock. When you really look at it. No. Okay. Th- this should concern you. No one's eaten it yet. Oh well. <laughs> I mean, if you concoct this thing, shouldn't you tab a little? A little taste? Yeah. I don't, I, I, you know what? I just, don't tell me it was grown in a lab. You know? Because you want to be not toned? Yeah, not yeah told? because uh, I won't, I won't ever try it. If you told me it was grown in a lab, I'll, ne- you'd have to, you'd have to, you have to hide it. Well, apparently the scientists didn't trust it enough either. <laughs> They're not eating I it. I mean, it is a different protein. What if you wake up the next morning, you get like a third arm? <laughs> or <Wait>. a trunk. <laughs> <laughs> you've, honey, you've got tusks. Oh my gosh. Wait, wait a minute. Well, how, how else are they supposed to get woolly man with meat? They have to grow it in a lab. If I told Jen, here's a woolly man with burger, cool. I mean, like, <laughs> no. going to be grown in a lab. Hey, it's listen. disgusting. <laughs> You put this thing on the grill with some grub rub, mm. I'm in. Yeah, how many spices do you have to put in this thing to make it taste like meat? Put some Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce on it. You're, you're fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do like yeah, Sweet Baby, Baby Ray's. Ray's yeah. I had barbecue chicken. Delicious. With that the other day. <laughs> Two years away. What are we having for Easter? Grilled mammoth. <laughs> I am not eating a woolly mammoth. Yeah, I'm you sorry. You probably already have. No. Here's God. the thing, too. If they're doing this, you know they're growing an actual <laughs> woolly mammoth in the back. Yeah, they you want know to. It. They've been working on it. Oh, yeah. See, now I would be more for that than eating a no. woolly mammoth hamburger. No. You are not allowed to adopt any woolly mammoths. <laughs> I don't, we, don't want to be, we don't want to be sitting here in a hurricane season <laughs> yep. going, what am I going to do with the mammoths? <laughs> no. All right. We're late. Sorry. Uh, coming up next, we've got rapid fire. Oh, God, we do. We've got some stories to talk about. Give us a couple of minutes to find some, yeah. and uh, we'll be back. The South Florida Morning Show. <laughs> Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. We'll let you know what you need to know before you talk to people at work. Jen starts it off. What's going on? This is pretty cool. Remember the movie Free Willy? Free Willy. Free Willy. Well, we have Huge free, movie. free Lolita. Uh, Lolita oh. is a 57-year-old orca that's been in captivity at Miami Seaquarium for more than 50 years now. They've been talking about this forever. Uh, there's been one woman, she's uh, been an activist to get this poor orca released into the wild, like Free Willy, for right. years and years and years. Uh, apparently, the Miami Seaquarium has a new owner. The new owner said he is 100% committed to letting Lolita loose. And apparently, the plans to release her will be announced tomorrow. She'll be set free in the native waters of the Pacific Northwest. Has anybody asked Lolita if she wants to leave? Uh, it's a great question. <laughs> well, uh, probably. She's in an 80 by 35 foot enclosure. Oh, wow. And, and you yeah. know, she's probably, uh, she looks like she's, you know, 30 feet long. I mean, she's a pretty big animal. Well, how does that, how does that work, though? Well, for an animal that's been in captivity for 50 years. I mean, it's got to be shocking, right? Yeah. Well, plus, you got to move her. Yeah. You know, it's I, just it, it's like a gates to another gate to a I don't know aqueduct that goes out of the ocean. I don't know. I, it, but they're taking her to the Pacific Northwest. They're going to dump her off somewhere oh, that's near right. Portland. That's right too. It's not. How do they not, get her from there to there? She's not getting released into the Atlantic. No. Oh, it's got to be cold water. Boy, I. So how do they? I don't, I don't know. even know. How it's they just get been her? So long. I know it's this is what they've worked towards, but geez. right. I, sure. How do you move her? You know, you put her in a helicopter and just keep on dunking her every now and then. I mean, <laughs> what do you do? Or do they, like, move her, like, in an enclosed cage in the water very slowly? 
all the way around. You know what I mean? Giant truck with, I mean, but the, at the same or is time, there an aquarium got, big enough that she'd yeah. fit in? There's no room to swim during the yeah. journey? I don't know. How do they do this? I guess they, on a boat? You put, a, put her on a what, boat? Why? I, is I this don't a know. dumb question? Why the Pacific Northwest? Because that's where she originally came from, I think. Why'd she get here? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, this is weird. I don't, I don't know. know how you move, a, you know, a fifty-foot animal, especially a, an, an aquatic one. Right. Without, you, I mean, you, you can't take it out of the water. You have a tough enough time moving the minis. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> where are we going to put Lolita? And they only weigh two hundred pounds. It's I'm like, where do I do with these things? I mean, I'm all for freeing the, you know, captivity and all that. But at the same time, it's going to be a shock to fifty years in captivity. What's she going to do when it gets onto the ocean? And how are they going to know she's going to survive? But right. anyway, they say she's going to be set free. Oh. Now, here's the thing. I'm sure someone listening on the 850, awesome 850 mobile app knows, and they can send us a text as to how they're going to move her. That would be awesome. I would love to hear. I would love to hear how they're going right. to do this. Let's hope it goes well. All right. Well, these boys are moving later on today. They're going to Houston. <laughs> Our FAU Owls. The final four, the Cinderella story. Yes. They're uh, going to be leaving, uh, I think it's like late morning they're heading mm-hmm. to the final four. And uh, their game's going to be against San Diego State University. And then uh, UM is going to take on UConn. That's going to be tough. Right. These are, these, yeah. Both of these games are on Saturday to determine who's going to the championship. How, how wrong is Vegas when it comes to odds and stuff like that, picking winners? Well, there's a reason why Vegas is made of losers and not winners. Yeah, they have UConn, like... Destroying everybody and winning the whole thing—they're really good. Could, I, I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know them if I saw them. But you know. But it's been a tournament of surprises, though. Right. I mean, Miami, to their credit, and you know, they're going up against UConn, and UConn has the best win dif- differential yeah. in the tournament right now. They've been blowing teams out. But to their credit, they beat the number one team in Houston, who had the second most wins in the country, right behind FAU, actually. Yeah. And then they beat the number two seeded Texas, who had a great season, and they were favored to win the championship. So, you never know. We'll see. Remember, right. what was it? A couple of weeks ago, we were like, hey, they made the tournament. Right. We were talking about if FAU could beat Memphis. Right. And now they're in the final four. 19, what Olympic team was it? 1980. 1980. Remember? Oh, miracles. Miracle on the ice. So, come on. It can happen <laughs> again on a, a basketball court. I say FAU's going all the way. I do have wow. the best record in the country, right? Yeah. Really yeah, do. We'll see. Go Owls. So this, I, I just wanted to touch on this a little bit because we mentioned it a little while ago real quick. But I just find this fascinating how the weather systems that are going to be moving through the country over, over the next week. So you have this system that's coming through the central plains, I guess, over the next couple of days. They're talking about severe weather on Friday. Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Missouri, even into Tornado. Iowa up into Illinois. Alley. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going all the way up. And then that's going to turn it. So that's Friday where you might have these really, really bad storms, unfortunately, concerning huh. what just happened in Mississippi over the weekend. So keep an eye oh. for that on Friday. But then they're talking about snow. Like moving through like Detroit and through Buffalo, possibly into the Northeast. It's wow! A- Easter is next weekend. The Great Easter Blizzard of Ot Twenty Three. What is happening? I don't know. <laughs> and then on top of that, speaking of next weekend in San Francisco, there is some forecast, some ten day forecast that are showing in San Francisco, heavy rain and possible snow next Friday. Wow! Um, Has it ever snowed in San Francisco? It must have. Right? Some right? elevation there. Yeah. Some. Yeah, it gets cold oh, in San maybe. Francisco. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, in the, in the elevation. So, I mean, maybe not like, you know, downtown San Francisco or something. They're going to have, you know, a foot of snow. But, yeah, in the elevations. 
It was a great still, quote from wow. Mark Twain once, though. He goes, the coldest winter I ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah it's it that's, that's their tough there. weather. I don't yeah. know. That's just so weird, though. I mean, this late in the year, this is, it's just crazy weather going on right now. But just be careful if you know anybody in you know, those states you mentioned with the tornadoes, possibly this Friday. It's not good. It all means one thing. More people moving to Florida. Yeah, you're right. Well, in different states. Speaking of moving and speaking of weather, you may want to move to California. Why? And do it quickly because in a couple of days, the mansion tax goes into effect. Uh-oh. Oh, I was concerned about that. Yeah, okay, so Jim Carrey and Britney Spears both have their mansions, their estates up. Uh, as of April 1st, the new mansion tax goes into effect. What is it? By the way, 57% of people voted for this to go through. Get what you vote for, I guess. It'll require a sales tax on ten, uh, if you sell a place for more than 10 million bucks, 5.5% tax. Ooh. All funds, by the way, or if you sell a house that's 5 million, it's 4.5%. Where's all the money go? A new homeless fund to build houses, apartment complexes, whatever the case to attack the homeless situation in the state. Okay. Well. Huh. So, uh, Jim Carrey's house is $29 million. I love it. And uh, uh, Britney's house is twelve. I love it that these Hollywood lefties are victim of their own policies yeah. and their own ideals. <laughs> now they're like, oh, wait. I voted for this, but I'm going to lose money from it. So I better sell like my that? house before I lose money. It's also Whoops. a consideration for NFL players and NBA stars, whether or not they choose to go in free agency to California. It's like, well, right. how many times have we heard from athletes about the state tax being part of their decision-making free agency? Maybe I'll uh, rent. Without, yeah, yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> rent. Wow. Just think, if you got to pay five you know, and a half percent on a house that's worth $29 million, that's a lot of money you're losing. Actually, yeah. I'll do you one better. Mark Wahlberg dropped his asking price. Remember when we talked about Mark Wahlberg's house yeah. went up for sale? Yeah. Right. This was part of it. $87 million he was asking <laughs> dropped it down to 79 It's a steal. That's a bargain. Wow. Let's go. It's about what to foreclose. What kind of house does he have? 30,000 square feet. Maybe that's why Jeremy Renner lives in Colorado. That's where he had that mm. uh, uh, that accident, wasn't it? And he, yes. he uh, is set to attend with good news, though, his first press event since his January snowplow accident. He's the guy that played Hawkeye in the Marvel movies. He's going to attend the Renovations World Premiere on April 11th, and that's amazing news considering the shape he was in. Yeah, they he got say, run over. Yeah, he got run over by what a twenty-five thousand yeah. pound machine. That's incredible. They said he almost lost his leg. Blunt in that chest accident. trauma and orthopedic injuries from yeah. being run over by the snowcat. He was trying to help his nephew out of the snow near his. Excuse me, it was Lake Tahoe, and probably the California side. So he is right paying that too if he's selling. Uh, it's his new vehicle renovation show. It begins streaming April 12th on Disney+. Plus. Good for him, though. Yeah, I guess they take old, like, farm equipment and stuff, yeah. and they, they renovate it, and renovations. Great and name. then they use it for, like, uh, charitable work. Like, wow. they'll give it to a community that needs a new combine or something. Sounds like a good so guy. So it's going to be a cool show, I think. Absolutely. I hope he comes back, though. I mean, obviously, you got to get healthy. But as far as Marvel is concerned and... They said he said he's movies, done. I know. I mean, I guess we'll see. You know, hopefully he gets well enough to do that, or maybe yeah. he just doesn't want to anymore. I don't Probably know. doesn't have to. That's for sure. Yeah, I guess. Ah. Well, actually, speaking of TV shows, because I wanted to, I'm very excited for this, and maybe this is maybe this is niche, but I'm excited for it. It was announced, House of the Dragon, the Game of Thrones spinoff that was huge. Yeah, it was this past year. That season two is reportedly coming out in the summer of next year. 
2024. And that apparently they already have. And I see. I like when they do this. They because they did this with Mandalorian reportedly as well. They already have season three mapped out. So with season three that just came out from Mandalorian, which is on today, they already had season four mapped out. So I like that because that means that the writers aren't meandering through the season. There's a goal. There's a vision. Yeah, so so I'm, you don't I'm have to wait a year and a half for the next season to start. That's, you mean? that's right. Or it just you know it doesn't yeah. just wander. You're like, what's happening here? There's no point to what I'm watching. Or they're under pressure and they're just gonna slop this thing together. Yeah, that's, that's exactly <laughs> what you don't want. Yes. That's right. <laughs> so I'm ex- next summer. If you're a House of a House of the Dragon fan of Game of Thrones. That's that's supposedly going to come out for season two. Well, it's a big TV uh, day, actually. Not only is it Mandalorian Day, one show is coming back, one's going away, and a record-breaking show for one that just premiered its new season. we got that coming up. Wow. As well as uh, information on uh, more on FAU and The Vigil in Nashville. It's going to be officially tonight. All that coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. All these young kids, all these even younger kids that, that, might want to aspire to, to to play basketball or baseball or football or any sport or anything they dream of, of getting involved in, they can see it actually happen right in front of their eyes. There he is, a newly discovered FAU Owls fan, Carrot Top, the, the comedian, magician, person. Carrot Top. <laughs> I, I see, no you know, like, you were running that sound this morning. I was like, why are you playing Carrot Top talking about FAU? What do the two have in common? I had no idea. Is it than I? I don't know if he's actually followed the team closely for all these years, but he went there, got his degree in 1989 from the College of Business, a marketing degree. How about that? Have they always had a basketball team? Uh, so in 89, was there a basketball team? Had to have been. Sports director, Diener? Had to have been. Yes. Thank you. They actually yeah. came okay. into existence in 1988 and oh, went okay. to Division One. I, I think, like five years later, early 90s, like 93 or something. Not that far. No. Didn't take that long. Good for them. For, uh, to put it in, into perspective, I was saying this, I think, on Monday. It was the last day of your vacation. I said to Jen, Tennessee has been playing basketball. University of Tennessee has been playing basketball since 1919. They've never made a Final Four. Oh. Over 100 years. Well, you know where the money goes in that program. Yeah, wow. well, you know, it's amazing, <laughs> though. They, this is, it, it really is like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Rocky Top does not make the court. <laughs> so, uh, as we, we told you a couple of minutes ago in Rapid Fire, FAU men's basketball team headed to Houston today. They're going to leave uh, South Florida a couple of hours, very like late morning, and then they'll mm-hmm. be there for the Final Four. Just a great story all the way around. Really Just awesome. I can't, wow. I can't wait to watch it. He said another Carrot Top thing. He said... Uh, he was doing a show in Vegas, which he does all the time. One of the top earners still in Vegas. People go to see him. Somebody brought him an FAU shirt when they made the Sweet 16. Oh, really? Yeah. How cool is that? Pretty cool. Wow. wow. He's got swag from FAU. Yeah, Carrot Just, Top does, but Diener doesn't. Diener doesn't. 
Man, and you're the sports man, director of the station that runs all the FAU games. That's rough. I get nothing. Well, maybe next year, son. <laughs> maybe next year. Uh, Just got to beg harder. That's yeah. all. <laughs> uh, Newswise, citywide, citywide candlelight vigil set for tonight in uh, Nashville, obviously, to remember the victims, honor the victims, and the heroes, including the two police officers. I think the whole world... Yesterday saw the incredible body cam footage of the heroic work they did. It really was quite amazing. And, and I guess, you know what, if, if you're a police officer and you've been through, unfortunately, this kind of training when yeah. it comes to, you know, a school situation, these guys uh, apparently followed it by the, by the letter of the law, by the book, and it was perfectly executed. Heard it said, and I don't know where this is going to be the case, that this, should, this will be the textbook way to do it, the gold standard for these kinds of Unfortunate incidents, obviously. And, and, and I don't know whether it already is or not, but let's remember this, too. It's an important factor you brought up before. This community also let them do their jobs. It's not the case in every well, every county. You would assume after what happened at Parkland, yeah. they all sat outside for how long before anybody ran in? Yeah. Uvalde, Texas, that elementary school, they did the same thing. They stood outside the classroom. That was a, that was a disaster. They had 20 cops sitting there doing and, nothing, and waiting for some commander to give them the okay to go in. And stopped parents from going in. Remember? Right, right. That, was that one insane. woman happened to get by and got her kids out. But... And then they were arresting parents, but in this case, these guys—they—they they, they, Nashville's like go. Yep. And they ate from from first shot to last shot, fourteen minutes. That's unheard of. They did a great job. They really did. Good for them. I was delighted to see that the school security beefing up, hardening these schools, making them safer, so that this won't even happen was pretty widely discussed yesterday. I was glad to see that. I thought that was going to be just doused in the conversation. Uh, you know, it's nice to see, and it's because of how these police officers handle yeah, themselves. Absolutely. Had it turned out any other way, it would have been a different story. But I think you're right. You know what? That proves what training can do. Yeah, exactly. You know what? You know, these guys and these women that are on school campuses, that's what they're trained to do. Let them do their job. Yep. Take out the bad guy or bad woman. All right. In uh, way better, fluffier news. Thank you. Hey, it's Mandalorian Day. <gasps> this is the way. This is the way. I hit, get questions, the, by the way. The, oh, I don't know. That's it. What? It gets deep. Uh, it is getting deep this about season. About that chick. The, I don't understand what 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 the whole thing is. This show on Disney Plus uh, with Pedro Pascal and of course Baby Yoda is bigger than ever before. It's massively huge. It was, the last one was really good. The one before that was kind of boring. Mm. I didn't understand it. Speaking of huge successes, yes, Jen even started to watch this one. Oh, succession! You succession. <laughs> you told break me. records even for this for this season. I, I haven't seen the opening uh, episode for for this season yet, but I heard it was great and it's it broke records. It broke. It was the biggest opening for Succession. It beat its own record. The debut was at two point three million viewers on Sunday, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it was a thirty three percent increase from how many people watched the previous season's exactly. opening show and caught up to it. And, and, they, so, and they were right. waiting for this one, right? So you know, I didn't know anything about this show until you kept on talking about it. And I watched the first. I went. I blew right through the first season. I was like, I have never met a more dysfunctional, <laughs> horrific family. I thought the one, what's the one with, what's his, oh, oh, I'll think of it. He's a horrible father. And it's a TV, it's a funny TV show. It's one of those other ones. Malcolm in the Middle? No, no, no. It's on HBO. <laughs> I was say, like, it's one of those family HBO guy? shows. One Breaking of those Bad. HBOs. No, Breaking not, Bad. now I'll never get it. But anyway, um, Succession, 
I've never seen such evil people in my life. It's like if you took the most. Oh it'll make God. you feel better about your own family. Let me put it this way. But then if you if you added like the mix of having multi billions of dollars in your bank account, that's what they're like. Oh, they're terrible. They're horrible, horrible people. <laughs> and then one more TV piece of news that What's was that? just announced. It was in Variety yesterday, so it's going to happen. The reboot is out there. Are you a big uh, X-Files oh. fan back in the day? Because it's coming back. I only watched a little bit of it. I didn't watch a whole bunch, but I used it to was love, huge. I loved it. was that? Early 90s, right? I used to love that show. But it, it, they did it a couple of seasons too long. Yeah, it got, it got a little bit old after a while. And a lot of people that said it got scary, too. There were some really, oh, really yeah. scary episodes. Oh, there were. I was like, yeah, okay, well, it's all right, you know. Not a lot of details, but they're talking about a movie to set it up first. I think they w- they do want to make it a weekly show, though, with a whole season, too. Well, and the thing is, it's the guy that that uh, did... Um, well, Chris Carter, right? He was the yes, writer. That's he's him. The Both the guy. But the other guy was the director of the Black Panther. He's the one that's putting it together. Oh. So I, I liked both of those films. So I'm thinking yeah. if those films are that good, this is going to be really that's good, cool. right? Did you just say he was a Boca guy? Yeah, Chris Carter. Yeah, he lived no in way. Boca. Yeah. If he's, he turns out to be another FAU yeah. owl, I he swear to God. Be. We got to look this up. He might be. He lived, oh, he lived near Pope John Paul High School. That's no the reason why I know, because that's where I went to school. No way. Yeah. Wow, how about that? <laughs> By the way, just to digress for a second because it was going to kill me, Shameless was the TV show. Oh, oh God, Shameless. no. He is the Willie worst father in the world. No, that guy was. <laughs> okay. Just had, I had to find the answer because I was going to drive myself nuts. That's what succession is like, though. It's like the Shameless family, but they have money. But they have money. <laughs> yes. But at least when he does it, when Macy does it, you laugh. You think, oh, my God, is this guy really going to do this? Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, we we'll got some more headlines coming up next. More on uh, more updates on FAU. We'll find out if they even have more famous alumni. Wow, how do you like that? That shit. Maybe Chris Carter is. Maybe. Maybe. Chris Carter is. That's for sure. <laughs> and uh, some info. Hey, Major League Baseball's opening season is tomorrow. It's opening is it really? day. Full slate. Holy cow! They did a survey of what the who <laughs> yeah. the famous who are the. Best mascots are. I didn't even know half of them. Uh, that's what I was going to say. I didn't know half of these teams had mascots. I really didn't. <laughs> we'll, we'll tell you where the Marlins rank. Yeah, we got some of them and uh, <laughs> some headlines, too. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Getaway day for those guys, FAU Owls, men's basketball team, the Cinderella story. Probably one of the best stories, sports stories at least, in the nation right now. They headed to Houston a little later on this morning. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, they're leaving from PBIA. They're, they're going to load up the bus, take the bus route up 95. Do they get a, like, a whole like you know parade up 95 to the airport? Let's not go crazy. Okay. Come on, go to the <laughs> Final Four. I, know. I would think, you know, it'd be kind of like a whole procession. Oh. They should have a police escort with a bus. Well, you know. Don't know? I, well, I, I don't know. That'd be great, but I'm not expecting anything like that. Oh, they're gonna you have a nice, They're going to have a nice send-off, which is great. Well, they should. I, I, think, I think the Highway Patrol should get involved, the Boca Police. They should oh, give them a police. So give them a police escort. Why not? Jen wants to shut down roads. Well, come on. It's a big deal. School's off. No, just kidding. <laughs> it's, just, it's a, you think anybody at that school's worried about academics right about now? No. <laughs> no. They want this team to go all the way. So their Good game for them. against San Diego State is going to be uh, – both of those games are on Saturday. They have the first one, right? Is that how it works yeah, out? Yeah, it's at 6.09 or something. What time is it at, Diener? Sports director? 
No, you got it right. Six six oh nine, not six oh eight. No, no, no. Not six oh nine. Six oh nine. So they play eight minutes of commercials, and then they do like That's a right. minute of prep stuff, and then the game starts. Team gets one extra minute of prep. <laughs> That's it. Drop two more plays. Six oh nine. Go. One yeah. more warm up shot. But uh, you know, I was thinking about this before, though. And I know we talked this out a little bit, but it's it's just awesome. It's just a great story all the way around. But it's some deep level that they'll never talk about. Some of these players have to be like. Where was everybody middle season on a Tuesday night when we were playing FIU? And nobody showed up to the gym. Or when they played Miami during the... Did they play <laughs> Miami during the regular season? They played the Gators, and that's when everybody kind of took notice of them because they played the Gators really early on in the season, and they beat them. Yeah. And we are like, wow, FIU beat the Florida Gators. And they just kind of took it from there. The uh, best record in the country. Yeah, it's true. 36 but, uh, wins. Uh, yeah. Were the Gators really good? Not this year, no. Okay. But it's funny because to kind of play off of what you're saying there, Bill, the Dusty May was talking to that. He's like, you know, it's weird. He's the coach. Right, the head coach there. He says, you know, it's weird that now we're getting recognized. Yeah. He's like, you know, we went through, nobody knew who we were. We're this, you know, small school from Boca Raton and nobody knew who we are. And then all of a sudden we come out into Times Square and everybody's recognizing the players and they're recognizing me. And he's like, so it's a, it's a weird adjustment. He's like, but they're getting used to it. He's like, it's not distracting them. Well, but that's a credit to him. Right. Because that's a brand new challenge because that's something that these kids have not faced yet before. So not. Every one of them were top recruits. No, right. Otherwise, they would be at like Duke. Yeah, exactly. You know, and he's this is just another. He has to keep the distractions aside and just get him focused. And he has already, so it's great. He's done a great job of it. Forty-six years old, by the way, Dusty May, the head coach of FIU. Oh, he looks much younger. Yeah, he does. He he looks like he's like you know thirty. I was like, wow, he's a really young guy. All right. Other news: uh, the vigil, the official vigil, citywide is going to happen in Nashville tonight for uh, you know the. Those that we lost in that tragedy, but also to honor the heroes that were involved. You're hearing about some of those stories now for the, the, the teacher, the kids themselves. Yeah, the principal yeah. or the head mistress of the school went running right for the shots the minute she heard them. Uh, and then uh, Melissa Joan Hart. Wow. Who knew? This she was, was a crazy angle. She said she was on the way to the school. Uh, her kids weren't there, but she and her husband were on the way to the school, and they saw all these little kindergartners running out through the woods and yeah. out of the classroom and out of the school. And she said they're trying to get across a busy street, and they helped them. Yep. That's pretty wild. She did a little, just like an update video uh, for people who had heard that you lived in the area, and this is what she said. We are all okay, but we did, my husband and I were on our way to school for conferences, and uh, luckily our kids weren't in today, and uh, we helped a class of kindergartners across a busy highway. This is the day they were scheduled for, wow. you know, like teacher or principal conferences. Jeez. And this happens, my God. Just terrible. We've all obviously seen the, uh, we had it on the morning show blog on the 850 mobile app, but the body cam video, which was just amazing. It just, it, 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 I don't know whether this is correct or not. I'm just uh, telling you what I've heard, that this is being called the gold standard for how to do it in police responses when unfortunate things like this happen. Uh, on, on top of that, can I share? A friend of mine talked mm. to the chief of uh, the fire department in Nashville, and uh, thanks, Jason, for that. But he said uh, he said it was understandably a highly charged scene. This is the chief with the Nashville Fire Department. He said the silver lining is we've been conducting rescue task force training with the police department for scenarios just like this for the past year. Oh, wow. So things went pretty smoothly, all things considered. That's great leadership. That's pretty amazing. Preparation. And, well, if you watch that video, the body camera, which is up on, as you just mentioned, on our webpage, it, it's, it's you know, self-explanatory. They were very well trained. And it's amazing, too, how they 
you know, which is what. Listen, if something had gone wrong or they did something wrong, we wouldn't have seen it. Let's be let's be honest here. True. Nashville would have held the bags, but they got it out quickly to show them what they did from two different angles, two different uh, body cameras, and from two different gotta, officers. And you got to think about it. It from beginning to end, from the very first shot to the time they killed her was fourteen yeah. minutes, and these guys weren't on campus, so wow. they got there that quickly. I mean, fourteen minutes. Granted, if you're in the building, it probably seemed like it was forever. But in you know, in regard to every other, unfortunately, every other school shooting we've heard about, right. that timing is like incredible. Right now, obviously, it would be great if we had a school security system where they were there already. But you yeah. know, maybe we're not there yet. Nationwide. There was a lot of talk about that yesterday with there private was. schools, and that was because, good to see. Yeah. Because so. that discussion needs it. We need to secure schools. And I bet you that's going to be a discussion I at, hope. you know, not only religious schools, but private schools across the country. I hope. After this. All right. Well, this is the reason why we call it the national pastime, why we have sports, why we have entertainment. Because, listen, life is tough and you have stories like that. But in good news. Yes. Baseball gets underway tomorrow. It's opening day. It's day one of 385 games. A lot of How games. Many games they play? Long didn't they make season. It, didn't they make it shorter though? Isn't it like only no, like 140 now? No, it's still 162. Oh, just shorter okay. games with a pitch clock. <laughs> okay, that was. But I was excited about the shorter games. No. Okay. Uh, you found this Major League Baseball's mascots survey is out. They do this every single year. I a lot of these teams. I didn't even know they had mascots. I didn't even know the names of half of them. Wow. I did. Would you have picked the number one? America's did, favorite mascot. They had didn't know people. they had a mascot. Then all they did was they showed them the pictures of the mascots. Watch this. Okay. Diener, what's the name of the... Yes, the Detroit Tigers have a mascot. What's its name? Uh, stripes. Pause. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> and it's America's favorite mascot. Since yeah. when? You're telling me that Wally from Boston or the Philly Fanatic? No. Philly Fanatic is in there. The most... But came in 10th. Wow. That's been around. That's the one I would have thought of. I mean, the, the Padres mascot. No. No, it didn't People make it. People hate. You know what that, the, the swinging friar? Yeah. Him. No. They hate L- him? Last place. They hate that guy. Wow. <laughs> Do you know the Chicago Cubs mascot, what his name is? Uh, Billy. Clark the Cub. That's Was runner silly. up. And T.C. Bear. T.C. Uh. Bear from the Minnesota Twins. Uh, I didn't know these were things. There's still, and I could tell you personally, it was a big deal when the Red Sox got a mascot. That is Wally, right? Yeah, Wally, yeah. which was probably about 1990, 92, maybe they got yeah, it. Yeah, it was a big deal. It was a big deal because it was like, real teams don't have mascots. We don't need that. But right, Wally turned out to be awesome. There's still three without a mascot. You know which ones they are? I know one. It's Yankees. Yankees, they yeah. don't have it. I'm surprised they don't have like a pinstripe something or other. No. Uh, the Dodgers? Right. Oh, that's two. Really? And okay. there's one more. Don't know. Well, it's not the Marlins because they got Billy. Where was Billy on there, by the way? Uh, so h- how many teams are there altogether? 32? 30? 25th. Hey. Um, <laughs> I think Billy's kind of, he's a cool mascot. Yeah. Remember they lost his head? Yeah, that's by right. By the turnpike? They couldn't oh, find it for three months? So bad. <laughs> really? Yeah. Somebody stole his head? It was a whole, whole well, ordeal. They were flying in and a, a, it just fell off. Yeah. yeah. It happens. What was the other team? I don't. The what? Angels. The Angels don't have a mascot. I would have thought it would be like Mike Trout or just Otani. Just a giant <laughs> Shohei Otani. <laughs> Why did the Red Sox get a mascot after all those years? Marketing. I don't know. So do they, do they, do they make money for the team? I like Wally. I think he's fun. It's all right. <laughs> what is he? He's a green monster. Yeah. I don't know. Is that what he is? Well, he's got a girlfriend now, Tessie. Oh. Oh, God. What about that? Yeah, Only in Boston. What is wrong with them? 
I, do I was, any of the other mascots <laughs> as Clark the Cub have, you know, no. Cindy the, I the, the Honey Marley. Badger, I mean, hanging out with when, them, I, I mean, come on. When I was a child going to Fenway, it was a little bit rougher. They used to throw rocks on the field, well, so, you know, <laughs> I think times have changed. I think Billy had like a whole family at one point. He had a wife and a kid. <laughs> I swear, <laughs> I swear to you. What is wrong with these people? All right, we got some more headlines to go through. Uh, coming up next, and uh, more on uh, the update on FAU to see. I, I'll get the exact time when they're taken off, so that you can join okay. Jen's procession up ninety-five. Apparently, uh, come on! I think it's a. They, what do they, they may not ever get there again. Come on, take advantage of it. All right, I should be the marketing director for that school. You, you kidding you me? Should. I got the band leading them down I ninety-five. Yeah. And uh, the planets are aligning. That's a big one, too. And did you play Mega Millions? Yes. You didn't win. Oh. It's coming up next. The <laughs> South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Thank you, Jennifer Correa, very much. Not to go all weather on you, but there's a crazy, crazy weather system that's about to hit mostly Northern California, this big system. We were just watching this on the monitor. And that thing is going to sweep through the rest of the country right before Easter. It's going to bring a bunch of snow to the Great Lakes, and then it's going to make its way... <laughs> Probably Jeez. probably on Easter or after Easter to the northeast. That's and, crazy. And that's when we'll finally probably, it'll come, the low pressure will come down here, we'll get some rain. Isn't that amazing? Uh, it's yes. going to snow. I don't know if I've ever seen anything like that. I'm trying to think, did it ever snow on Easter when we were in Rhode Island? Boy, uh, I don't remember. Makes the Easter egg hunt a little more challenging, Boy, doesn't is it? is it ever? Wow. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. crazy. That it is really crazy. is. Holy cow. They said, and they don't usually like give the warnings out for the Great Lakes in the Midwest that early, but they're saying, it's coming. Wow. Get ready for it. Wow. Hopefully no weather on the uh, on the horizon to affect these guys heading to Houston. FAU Owls. Jen's trying to create some sort of a 95 procession from uh, oh, Boca Raton as they head to PBIA. You can't tell me there's not going to be a bunch of people in their cars following this bus up I-95. They're not going to get a police escort? I, I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe the bus. Maybe the bus. I mean, don't you think they should get some kind of special send-off? I mean, if if for me, I'd be there. I'd have my car all decorated behind him. Well, what are FAU colors, by the way? <clears throat> red, white, and blue. Blue, white, and red. Oh, are they? Okay. What do you mean if you're not going to be there? You're getting out of here about 10, 12. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect time. <laughs> I think you should go. I think you should. Go south for a change instead of going right back up to the great north, and you should, uh, you could you should run right connect into with him. the bus. Yeah. Connect with the bus. I'd be, I, let me tell you, if I were the, if you're the FAU president, you're listening. You you demand they get a police <laughs> escort. You have a big procession down up 985 to the Southern Boulevard. No, that's got its own exit now, the airport. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so that's cool. If they got a charter flight. It'd be great. This is awesome. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, getting a little carried away. Chance trying to create traffic on 95. Well, okay, it's a big deal. Come on. No, it is. It's awesome. It's a real big deal. Not nothing against Miami. Miami's flying out of Miami. They're like right near the airport. Yeah. You know, it's a hop, skip, and a jump. But the FAU's never been there before. Good for them. It's a bigger deal. It's a bigger story. Yeah. It's so funny, too, to watch some of the national stories about this place. In Boca Raton, oh, I Florida. Hate oh, God. I hate the people who live in Boca who say Raton. <laughs> it's Raton. <laughs> God, anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, speaking of Florida, <laughs> this, was, uh, this is interesting. Uh, again, I'm always surprised at how far it's actually come, but... Florida, Northern Florida, uh, Congresswoman Kat Kamek. Oh, yes. She was talking about this TikTok ban legislation. Yes. She says as of this moment, it's got more support than ever after last week's hearings on the thing. Really? Can you believe that? I think what we need to be focusing on collectively is a national data privacy uh, piece of legislation. All right, that's fine. I think it's wow. too, too late still. How can you possibly get TikTok off of 
no, it's not going to happen. And and you know what? It's not just young kids. It's not at like, all. I, I know more adults that get stuck in TikTok hell, as they call it. Oh, they start with one video, and the next thing you know, they're there forever. But it's 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 not only the cows out of the barn; the entire herd's out of the barn. Right. I don't know how you put it back in. Right. So. And there too many other... people make their living off of it. And her thing has been about the data being stolen, obviously, for data privacy. She says it's too late for that. You know, like you said, cat's already out of the barn. Other people are saying because it's it's the probably the most influential media source for people around 18 and, and, and up right. at this point. So it's, it's, I think it's a battle to control who gets that, really. Yeah, you're gonna. It's. It'll. I think it'll cause a revolution if they 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 ban TikTok. It really might. If kids are gonna go crazy, you know, right. the younger generation is not gonna handle this very well. There'll be meltdowns across the globe. Mm. They can't do that. But after you listen to that guy that was from TikTok on Capitol Hill, oh yes, we're moving all our new servers to Detroit or wherever the hell he said they were putting them. So we're in Pennsylvania. I'm like. Like so, that makes a difference, just because the servers here and all the you know the storage units here doesn't mean you just can't share all of that with sure. China. It was just so funny to think. Do you really think these senators are that stupid? That'll help, sure, right? Yeah. Sure. Who knows? All right. Uh, what's with this planetary lineup? Did were we able to see it last night? Did you go outside? Uh, well, I went outside. You can see Venus really well because Venus is like the the brightest of the bunch. But the problem was there were clouds, and it's a linear thing. You know, before, remember when it was just a couple of weeks ago, was it Venus and Jupiter were right in line with the moon? Mm -hmm. They were right underneath it. So it was really easy to see or right next to it. These are like on the horizon and it goes um, longitudinal. So it's, it, they get lost. They Man. go and, is that too much? You lost me a longitudinal. <laughs> it goes back, it's sideways instead Long of ways. up and down. <laughs> <laughs> it's the panoramic view. <laughs> that, oh, that's a good how, way to how, describe how, it, right? How about that? It's the panoramic view. Well, so you and there are some clouds around last night, but it's supposed to be visible all week. So maybe you can see it tonight. There's a launch this afternoon too. There right? is a launch this Four, afternoon. Four oh eight, I think. All right. More satellites. By the way, yes. Did you see how many satellites Elon Musk has put up into the sky so far? Oh, I've been waiting for a count on this. It's it's a lot. It's it's a whole bunch. Hundreds. Four thousand so far. Oh. And he wants to put like what, one hundred and fifty thousand or four hundred and fifty thousand? It's like ridiculous. He's going to be doing launches every day for the next twenty years. That's what's going to block out your stars here pretty soon. That's it. So wow. four hundred one is the when the launch window opens this afternoon. Well, our launch window for rapid fire is just a couple of minutes away. Including, we'll tell you if you won Mega Millions. Hint, you didn't. But thanks. Uh, <laughs> it's getting <laughs> it's getting Great. very large in the jackpot department. <laughs> that and more stories in rapid fire coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 W. Before you interact with people in the office, I'm going to arm you with some stuff to know. Jen's got the first one. Well, you know what? You can't choose your family members, but you can yeah. choose your friends. And now scientists say you should choose those friends very carefully. They say it affects your health. Yeah, you guys that. are so screwed hanging out with me. Well, I got news for you. Yeah. It affects your health and your safety. <laughs> well, you're they, the one who just had heart surgery, so what do we do to you? Yeah, That's your fault. <laughs> well, they're saying basically what it comes down to, without getting into all the, the mumbo-jumbo of this whole thing, is they basically say if you hang out, and they looked at like 5,000 people, well, if you hang out with people with positive attitudes, 
you're much likely to live longer than if you surround yourself with people with negative attitudes. Unless you're the one with the negative attitude and they drive you crazy and you want to kill them. Well, that could be it too. But <gasps> if, you know, if, if there's always that thing, get rid of the negativity in your life, yeah. you, know? Get, you right. know, get rid of the dead weight in your life. Which reminds me. Hand over your Facebook friends list. I need to cut some <laughs> oh, people. Oh, yeah, it's time. Every I, once in a while, I got to trim. Time. I'll, I'll be back to just 25 followers <laughs> if you do that. It was a better era. I get it, though. They say it, yeah. it could add 10 years to your life. It affects it may, your stress level. It makes yeah, everything. sense. Everything. So, yeah, it makes they, a lot of sense. So hang out with yeah. positive people. I can't yeah. stand being around negative people, like especially with sports. This happens to me every single football season because part of my inner circle of my family are very negative Dolphins fans. And I'm the positive, optimistic Dolphins fan. And we're always fighting. The Civil War of Dolphins fan is just, it's never ending. I'm not sure about this. I remember in the season of, I think it was 2021 season, where they said, hey, Jen goes, how are your Dolphins doing? It was like week four. He said, at this point, just give up. I, I, just just, just tank the season and tank for Tua. Remember that? Era? And I'm the positive one. So I'm, they are. I'm not sure I exactly believe this. And I think every week it was, we're tanking for Tua. Yeah, baby. Tanking for Tua. A positive person does not say that. <laughs> yes. So there, D- don't don't tell me you're Mister Positive. Sorry. <laughs> Speaking of being not positive, unf- I regret to inform you, you did not win Mega Millions, everybody. Uh, oh great! I stopped lo- and got tickets yesterday too. But mm-hmm. it's soaring. What is up to? No grand prize winner. It is now up to three hundred and fifty-five million bucks wow. for Friday. Holy know. cow! So if you and they're gonna play, get another ten bucks out of me. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Do. I just keep playing the group, I, the I grouper thing that you talked me into, Tim. Was it 11 games, 10 bucks? Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. 20 bucks should get more tickets. No. You no. Get like, it's like a wad. They just hand it to you. Here. <laughs> Go away. He's <laughs> your grouper. I, I was behind a professional lottery player yesterday at Publix. This guy had the app. He was. He must have had 400 tickets. It's like, what, what the heck? He, bought, he played every game in the world, every scratch-off game. He said that's where the money is, by the way, scratch-off tickets. But not for me. Yeah, me and you both. When they walk in with like a briefcase full of spent lottery uh, tickets and they need to check them at the machine for the fourth time, that's <laughs> when you're in trouble. My Publix finally put the check machine, the little check machine. You haven't, like, you haven't had one? No, no, way far away from where you buy the oh, tickets. Okay. Finally. Because what happened is you, all I want to do is check my ticket and there's like a line. And I you know. Try to weasel your way in around them and they give you that dirty look like, who are you? Oh, it's very I'm just serious. Trying to check the ticket. Mighty smart. My has it off to the side, and they have the, the checking machine. Ex- right under it is a giant trash barrel. Yeah, oh, they're smart. Full of broken <laughs> dreams. Streamlined. They throw the ticket. <laughs> Sorry, not a winner. And you throw it right in there. Streamlined the process. Bro- the broken dreams <laughs> trash bin. Oh no, that's that's so smart. Oh. So remember, we we've been wondering, guys, when it comes to this this push from the Biden administration, from Democrats, to ban TikTok. Oh, yeah. Right? We've been shocked by it because we're like, well, it's pretty interesting. You know, it's, it actually, TikTok helped them in the midterms but because I, yeah. it appealed to Gen Z and Gen Z came out for Democrats. Been surprised there's so much support then, yeah. Yeah, right. So we've been figuring out, well, why, why? What are they doing? Well, maybe this is the answer as to why they're pushing this. I don't know. But they're calling it the, the Restrict Act is what they're trying to push through to ban TikTok. And according to those who have read the Restrict Act, they're calling this the Patriot Act of technology, pretty much. Oh, no. 
They're saying that they are... Good intent and bad use. Exactly. They're saying they're using... Basically, this is a Trojan horse, is what some people are saying. Oh, no. I should have known. Ban TikTok. Uh. The official name is Restrict Act, but, you know, they call it the TikTok bill. That's what you're always going to hear in the media. That's what this is. So people who are in the know who read it saying, don't fall for it. It's a Trojan horse that they're actually trying to push this through using banning TikTok in the interest of national security as a way of basically saying, now we have control and authorization to look at everything that goes through the public. So it's a censorship bill. Wow. Yes. Of everybody. That, that actually, <laughs> it, it would be a, a codified good. reason to censor information they don't like. That's right. right. From everyone. So wow. I post something on Twitter or Facebook. Hmm. Stephen Diener said this. Eh, let's get rid of it. Right. And there's emails, messages, anything uh, on social media. Wow. So I should have known there was a reason behind this. That's it didn't what, make yeah. sense Democrats are supporting this. Now it makes sense. It's basically wow. a, a, what people are saying. Maybe maybe it's wrong, but this is everything I'm seeing on it. People are saying this is the ultimate surveillance dream is this banned TikTok bill. That, that That's what they're going to use it for. Yeah. So we need beware. good news after that depressing story. I can story. see it, though. I think you're right. It makes sense. I know. It's kind of scary. That's why they'd be pushing it. But where's the closest Dairy Queen? Oh, you guys know? Gotta be sure. one of West Palm or something, right? Go look. Go search Google Maps. They got Dairy a lot of Queen. them, actually. Not near me. Really? They, well. they knocked down the one near me. I was so upset. <laughs> They're out with their new blizzards. The new Oreo Brookie Blizzard Treat. It's Oreo cookie pieces and a brookie. That's a brownie and a cookie. Blended with vanilla soft serve. That's Sounds one delicious. Of the new ones. There's the new peanut butter puppy chow blizzard treat. It's not puppy chow pieces. Oh, God. <laughs> no, Peanut please. butter puppy chow scary. pieces. Man. Peanut butter and chocolate chunks. That peanut was on line three for a second there. <laughs> and, of course, there's s'mores is back. The chocolate dipped strawberry one's back. The cotton candy one's back. Actually, we're going it. We're going it. All right. It's not too far away, Jen. There's actually one in Lake Park on US-1. Really? Just, yeah. This is on US-1 right there, just uh, east of the, the Target and the Walmart there in, in uh, North, I know Palm, it well. North Palm Beach. And that's a Dairy Queen grill. And the reason why I bring that up is because I was telling you guys off the air what happened to me one time. This poor guy, when I was at the Dairy Queen in Royal Palm, which is just ice cream, guy comes up there in front of me and goes, and he's looking at the menu. He goes, <laughs> let me get cheeseburger. Oh, God. When we goes, oh, sir, this is just ice cream. Oh, let me get a chili dog. <laughs> <laughs> sir, no, this is, we just sell ice cream here. Okay, let me get a chicken finger. No, sir. <laughs> So that man, hopefully he's listening. He can go to the one at Lake Park. That's really happened to me. Go to the one at Lake Park. It's at the Dairy Queen Grill. That's the one closest to us. Okay. I'm actually hoping he's not listening. i got to be honest. <laughs> I don't know if we want him. I don't know. It if really he's happened. that bright, he might not still be with us. I I'm just saying. All. I don't know. Uh, going to sports here for a quick second. The NFL owners meetings have wrapped up, and they have come up with some new rules. Oh, what that sound. Are they in town? No, no. They, they often have them at Palm Beach. They went yeah, to they Phoenix. Yeah, they the breakers, aren't they? Yeah. Well, it was a little too hot in Florida, so they went to Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, jeez. Dry heat, Bill. don't know if that's the reason, but that's <laughs> where they heat. are. So uh, this is kind of interesting. Players have wanted it for years, and now they finally approved it because they're running out of numbers, believe it or not, because a lot of retired numbers. Players can now wear the number zero. Woo! Who wants to be a zero? And they, they got to tell you, too, because they have the mock-ups already on some Photoshop things. Not all funny. NFL uniforms look good with a zero. Oh, wow. The first player to announce he will wear it is Jacksonville Jaguars, or as Jen likes to say, Jaguars. Yeah. Wide receiver Cal Calvin team. Ridley. Oh. Yeah, Several players excited. are saying they're all excited to wear it. 
They've also announced this, and the players hate this, actually. They've allowed teams to have two Thursday night games in a season. Patrick Mahomes has already tweeted about it. He's not happy. A lot of people coming out against that. Former players calling the NFL and Roger Goodell hypocrites for saying that for player safety while also simultaneously saying, yeah, you could play two games in a season where you only have three days of rest. Sure, no problem. Wow. Player safety in the NFL. Anytime they come out with player safety, they don't really mean it. They don't. No. In that case, they don't. And they also talked about uh, the two groups that are in the running to buy the commanders. Yes. The team, the one with Magic Johnson on it. We talked about it yesterday. Some guy owns the Philadelphia 76ers. He owns some other, he owns like three teams already. Like other teams, not a football team, but yeah. he wants the Commanders. It's the first official, officially submitted bid for, yeah, the, for the Commanders. And the second one was some some Canadian guy. And I'm like, why do Uh-oh. we want a Canadian buying an American football team? And move him to Saskatchewan. Yeah, 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 you know, <laughs> the British Columbia, you know, Bunions. Well, well, the, I don't the, know the what Maltese. they're going to call them. The BC Commanders sounds good. It actually does. Wow. Any commander, it's just a bad name. I know. It's like the Guardian. So stupid. Well, Mm. I'll stick with football here, guys. Because locally here, this was pretty funny. I think it was funny because I talked about Dolphins fans. There's always a civil war going on. And this, we're, we're, we're rabid, crazy people, Dolphins fans. We're very irrational. And so we're delusional. Yes, yeah, that's that yes. too. <laughs> there's there's some of that. that you goes win around. three games and you're already sizing the rings. <laughs> we're hopeful. <laughs> that's what it is. No, that's pathetic. <laughs> well, there's a lot of different adjectives we can use, but there's one, there's this guy Sorry, they just Peter. signed to Sean Elliott. He was from the Lions. They brought him over. Oh sure, New, he's a safety, I think. So they bring him over, and his first week with the team, what does he do? He, he gets hurt. He tweets out, "Bring Lamar Jackson to Miami." <laughs> Oh, dear. <laughs> so, yeah, and the fans were not very happy about that. So we were just talking about Lamar Jackson a few days ago, quarterback from the Ravens. He says he requested a trade. Very talented guy from Boynton Beach. He yep. played at Boynton Beach High. He did. And so he's a local guy. And he was teammates with Deshaun Elliott, I think, in college at Louisville. So Deshaun Elliott's just innocently tweeting out, not knowing how rabid and crazy the Dolphins fan base is on Twitter. Bring Deshaun, bring Lamar Jackson to Miami. Did it go over too well? Why does Miami not like him? Well, it's because they re- we have Tua. So it's like, so you're going against oh, 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 Tua okay. now? You just came to the team so, and you're going to trash Tua <laughs> to bring another quarterback in? I think every fan base in the country is going through this right now. It's yeah. like even like, you know, pr- there's probably some Bengals fan base going, I know we have Joe Burrow, but Lamar, come to Cincinnati. That, it's happening, yeah. And then it leads the, the sports talk show knuckleheads in their market to do three hours on this every single day. <laughs> wow. How would he look in a Dolphins uniform? That's, well, that's speculation. Well, how much wow. would we have to pay? How many draft picks do they want? I mean, there are just so <laughs> many crazy reports for every team, but it's, this is how it goes. It's like they're dying for information before the draft happens. Right. There's like no news. So this, wow. this poor guy, he went went into a hornet's nest. He didn't know what it was like. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Deshaun. Yeah. Wow. Well, welcome good. to Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Wow, poor All right. guy. We get some more headlines <laughs> coming up next. Speaking of sports, your FAU Owls, they are uh, headed to Houston for the Final Four. We'll update you on that. Get some other headlines, too. And um, this is interesting. It's music news. The, you know Allentown, the Billy Joel song? Yeah. The mayor Huge. of Allentown says, can you stop playing that? What's wrong with this guy? No. I think it's a great song. Wow, and it puts Allentown on the map. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. We'll tell you why. It's coming up okay. next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. You have no idea what an inspiration you've done to not only the city of, of Boca Raton or the College of FAU, but the, the country. 
because the country watches this tournament. This is like the world watches this tournament. He's not kidding. That was our favorite discovery of the week so far. Probably more coming, though. Carrot Top. That's huh? right. Carrot Top. Carrot Top. Huge FAU fan. Isn't that amazing? Because he went there. Isn't that incredible? You told me that this morning when I got it. I went, what? Carrot Top went to FAU. Who knew? Got a marketing degree from the College of Business. 1989. Is there a big like picture of Carrot Top signed and like hanging like in you know the oh. Hall of Fame somewhere? At you know what FAU? they have? The Carrot Top School of Business. <laughs> oh yeah. Or we'll, get, we'll have like a, a building named after him. The, oh, the Carrot Carrot Top Accounting Department. Can you imagine? That's that's amazing. That's a big though. deal. So he's done some local interviews and he's talking about it. He's somebody said some, when they made the Sweet 16, somebody gave him a shirt during his show. In uh, Vegas. Oh, cool. How about that? So he has tchotchkes from FAU. What's our sports director got? Nothing. Big zero. Zilch. <laughs> Nada. <laughs> I get nothing. You can't even get any emails back, let alone. <laughs> Maybe they're, uh, check them. Do we still get mail? Check the mail department. I got to check it, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's in the mailbag. What's the, that file you always lose and then you yeah. find like 17,000 yeah. emails in? They're headed to uh, Houston a little bit later on this morning, leaving South Florida for the Final Four. Their game is going to be on. They got the first game on Saturday. Both games are on Saturday to determine the championship game. First one, 609. Mm, is that the tip-off for FAU? And then Miami plays UConn at 839 or so it's scheduled. When's the championship game? Monday? Monday night's yeah. tip-off. It's so late. 920. In Houston, too? Yeah. So they just stay there if they win. Yeah, exactly. And then they, it's going to be a late-night Monday if one of our South Florida teams makes it to the championship game with a 920 tip-off. Oh, my God. Yeah. What time? Stop doing that. 920. California can watch it later. Please. And that's that's even late for California. Good Lord. Let me ask you this. And it's not going to happen because I think FAU is going to go all the way. Good. Um, If no Florida teams in it, are you watching the final? I wouldn't stay up late for that. I'd watch the first half and go to bed normal time (laughs) around 10. But if it's, you know, one of the Florida teams, then I got to stay up. You got to see. Wow. It's quite a story. It really is. Good for them. Awesome story. So I'm expecting this big spectacle along I-95 of the FAU Team parade. You're going to cause a spectacle if you try oh, to follow on. the I bus. So. Well, somebody should follow the bus. <laughs> I swear, we're going to get out of here at 10. We're going to find out on the 12 o'clock news crazed West Palm Beach woman chases FAU bus down 95. The kids are like out the window, leave us alone. Oh, lady, what's wrong with you? We got helicopter footage with Jen running up 95, <laughs> waving her arms. We've got to get to Houston. Come on, it's a big deal. What's wrong with you? I think they should it have is. a police escort. They might. They, they might. Do. If somebody yeah. knows, Send us an email or a text, please. (laughs) Other news. Tonight is the night for the uh, citywide vigil in Nashville. There's been some unofficial vigils, obviously, after uh, what happened there. But uh, they say they're going to make it a point to not only honor or remember the victims, but also the heroes that have come for this, including two specific, all of the officers, but two specifically that we saw the body cam footage from yesterday. I think the whole world saw that. Yeah, the two that uh, took out the shooter, which was uh, pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, That and they're, they're talking now. There's a lot of talk about the headmistress who the minute she heard... She was on a Zoom call, and they said the minute she heard gunshots, she went running, saved a bunch of kids. Wow. And went running right toward the gunshots, just like the police officers did. Hey, usually normal people don't do that. You run from the gunshots. This woman ran right for him to go wow. save the kids. That's pretty cool. Unbelievable. Wow. And this is unbelievable, too, and way different kind of news to try to distract you from that kind of stuff. I was just really surprised at this. You know, if one of the biggest... Music artists and writers in the world had written a song about my hometown. I'd want to like 
treasure it and honor it forever, right? Well, I, I mean, at, I would. Look at what uh, Frank Sinatra did for New York, New York. Absolutely. They ended up using it as the theme song for the city. <laughs> Come on. You know that uh, Billy Joel song, Allentown? Yeah, it's huge. I, I love this song. Well, we're living here in Allentown. Now, it's talking about tough times. A lot of the mines are shutting down. Right. You know, I mean, a lot of the steel mills, you know, and people are leaving there, tough town. But he's talking about the main thing I always thought was about the great hardcore people of Allentown, PA, right? Right, sticking together. Well, <clears throat> after 40 years. Oh, jeez. that old, that song? The Allentown mayor, Matt Turek. How old's Matt? 37? Well, he, well, he was only <laughs> seven when it came out. Okay. <laughs> He wants Jeez. to ban it. He says it's so wrong. It's like, I don't know how I felt in 1982. It doesn't feel like that now. Oh, stop. I want him to stop playing it. It's getting hard to stay. It's not hard to stay. It's hard to leave Allentown. Oh, you know what? He's just doing that so he gets Billy Joel's attention. And Billy Joel says, oh, you know what? I'll come and do a concert. Listen, Mayor Turk, <laughs> you've had one, one song written about your town. Shut it. Yeah, shut up and enjoy it. Enjoy it. Take, the, take it and run. Should yeah. be your national theme. I don't see Palm City getting its own song from Billy Joel. Well, Just wouldn't saying. that be something? Boy. Yeah, no, ours, ours would be more country, I think. Crazy lady in Palm City. It <laughs> <laughs> could be anybody. I'm the sane one on my street. Uh, now, here's the reaction. What's the reaction of Billy Joel going to be? Hopefully nothing. Well, don't react to this. I, I, he's, I'm telling you, I, this guy did it, so he'd get Billy Joel to react, and Billy Joel will come and say, all right, I'll rewrite the lyrics, and I'll come do a concert for you special, Mr. Mayor. That's not going to happen. It's a great song, though. It I is. I love that song. It's a great song. Anyway. It's a great song. Not happening. Well, that's good. It's not happening. And fortunately, this is not happening in my house because... I have Great Danes. Did you see this Great Dane in Virginia? No. I don't know if she broke the world record. No, she didn't. A, a, a Mastiff has the world record in the Guinness Book, so the largest litter. This dog oh. just gave birth to 21 puppies. Oh, that's too much. 21 puppies. Took 27 hours in delivery. Poor dog. My Great Dane had like 18 once, and I thought I was going to like kill myself. That's terrible. They all grow rapidly. Yeah, I'm sure. And then you get to find homes for all of them. Then you got these dogs running everywhere. But yeah, so 21 puppies, 19 of them survived. Please remember to spay or neuter your pets. Yes, please. Like Bob Barker at the end of (laughs) I know. Yeah, that's a lot of puppies for a dog. Holy cow. Jeez. All right, we got the mysterious nine o'clock hour coming up next. We got some TV shows. Some are going, some are leaving. It's a big uh, TV day today, and one is coming back from the 90s. I don't know about this. I don't know I, either. I, I was excited at first, but the more I think about it, I'm thinking, eh, maybe not. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> Some more headlines, too. And uh, Mega Millions is way up as, as well if you're playing. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. He's the motivator. He's the one that keeps all the kids together, keeps them focused. Keeps them believing in what they what they do believe. There's some more love for FAU coach Dusty May coming from none other than Carrot Top. The Isn't comedian. that amazing? Carrot I mean, Top. I mean, we've had cuts of him talking about the team is inspiring kids across the country, inspiring people, adults, uh, uh, thanking him for what he's done for South Florida, and now he's given some love to Coach Dusty May. How do you like that? Uh, young coach. Yeah, what is he, 40-something? Yeah, he's a young guy. How about that? 
How do you like that? So they're on their way. A little bit later on, they'll be going to Houston for the Final Four. But can you imagine if you're one of these kids who plays on this team, you know, and all of a sudden you go from, not that little Boca Raton is, is going to be known around the country. You could probably in Idaho and go, huh, Boca? What's that? That's been the funniest thing is to yeah. see the reaction. You just go online and, you know, Dina and I both follow a lot of sports sites. Just people randomly who follow these things will say, what and where is a Boca Raton? Yeah, it, well, they think it's <laughs> like baton. They think it's raton. It's raton, okay, but that's besides. But it's true. It put Boca on the map, or and this more importantly, FAU on the map. Now all these people are like, hey, there's a school in Boca near the ocean. I can go to the beach. Admissions up. Yeah, uh, you're gonna have you're gonna have tougher to get in. They love that because they can get more scholarship money that's from the it. feds. Oh. They're gonna get a lot of money from just for the the athletic department for the program. They get I this share this t- so the TV ratings and they get a cut of it. That's the deal when you mm-hmm. when you get in. I mean, it's been mad. This is they're saying the highest rated Final Four, or they're expecting it to be the highest rated of all time. Oh, really? Because there's so much curiosity about this one. Well, and there's so many. What the, only one team's been there before, right? UConn. All the rest yeah. haven't been there before, right? That's a big deal. You know, three out of the four teams have never been to the Final Four. Who'd have thunk? Mattress Matt. He was not happy. Did you see what he did when his he because he had all his money? What did he spend more than four million on Houston? Yeah, it was a lot of money, and then which he, he had to do. He had the Houston. What were they Cougars? He had their uniform on their shirt. He took it off, and underneath was the Houston baseball team. <laughs> he had another jersey on. He says, "Time to switch sports." We're on to the Astros. <laughs> wow. Yeah, exactly. Hey, speaking of that, by the way, uh, as we stick with a sports mode here, tomorrow's opening day across the country. Full slate of games. Who are the uh, Miami? What are they called? Uh, Miami Marlins? Is that what they are now? Nobody cares. But all the but the but the full slate of games for the entire league is happening tomorrow. They haven't done that in years. Oh, really? Years. Oh, they wow. Have, they usually spread it out. Some people have play. Some of the next day would have been Friday altogether. I got a sneaky suspicion baseball is going to do it right this year. Good for them. Absolutely. I got to tell you guys. Yes. As I jump in here out of the blue. I have a good feeling about baseball this year. I know. I think it's going to do well. I think so. I just said that. Just I think so, that. too. So, <laughs> you're an echo in here? Are you listening to what he's saying? <laughs> I agree with you, Bill. Right. Agreeing. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, it's another one of my favorite no. teams, the Miami Marlins. You've <laughs> been to one going. game in the past 10 ah, years. I think the Marlins are going to win at least. Yeah, I, was gonna, yeah. I predict they win tomorrow, actually. Who are they playing? They play the Mets. Oh, are the Mets really bad? Actually, that, you no, know what? Are good. We oh. kid, I kid, but that's good for the Marlins. It'll be a good draw for them to we'll be. open up that thing down there. It's a good matchup, too. We got Scherzer against uh, Sandy Alcantara, who I think Absolutely. just won the Cy Young in the National League, didn't he, for the Marlins? Cy Young's birthday today. Oh, happy birthday. <laughs> birthday shout-outs. <laughs> Where the hell did you find that one? <laughs> I don't know. I heard it this morning. Of all the things I expected to learn today, not that it's Cy Young's it birthday. Been, it might have been yesterday. Uh, the, one of the baseball, the greatest baseball players of all time, and I'm thinking Mickey Mantle, Babe Ruth. Right. They went Cy Young. I went, oh, well, he's I never knew there was such a person. Played for the Red Sox. I think he's dead. Did he play for the Red Sox? Yeah, he was unbelievable. Oh. Well, Why did I name the award he, after him? Why do I think they played for the Tigers? Who am I thinking about? That was, uh, uh, sorry. Ty Cobb. Oh, that's okay. I'm getting yeah. confused. Well, Jen sent us down this Cy well, Young I'm, I'm sorry. I, well, it was just you <laughs> talking about him. So, jeez, Cy Young. All right. Well, March 29th. I was right. There you go. Somebody for some reason found country star Tim McGraw randomly to ask him about baseball. Well, his dad was Tug McGraw. You know that whole story. We found out that later. Whatever. And right. Tim, as it turns out, was played 
college ball all the way through and everything, and he and he loves baseball, but he says he has a particular need when he goes to a game. This is what he said. Oh, I gotta have a hot dog or two or three. Yeah, I love hot dogs, especially a good chili dog if I can find it. Boy, three chili dogs in oh one game in the God. summer. That would be that would be a lot. That's horrible. Man, that dude is like super skinny too. He's like real thin. Is he just eating hot dogs and no, staying thin? No, he ever see him work out? Oh, okay. Well, that, constantly. Yeah. That makes sense. Then. Between and, every hot dog, he's just five hundred push-ups. Yeah, in the he's like <laughs> he runs the steps. That's right. He's crazy. He burns it off, and then he gets the whole set. The, all the guys that work with him, all the roadies are out there, you know, pulling chains and big tires oh, wow. with him. Yeah, he does all kinds of crazy stuff when he's on tour. Good for him. Yeah, he stays in shape. But look at him. Ooh, baby. Whoa, hey, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Darius Rucker is going to be jealous, oh, Jen. God. You were <laughs> drooling over Darius Rucker yesterday. Now you're going after Tim McGraw. Who's the other George one? You Strait, mentioned my other one today. Yeah, George Street. Wow, was you like one? in season or something? You're mentioning them all. <laughs> <laughs> Mentioning him all these days. <laughs> no, we were talking about the day. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, we kind of teased this thing talking about. First of all, it's, it's a big. How do you feel about Pedro Pascal? You like him too? He's all right. Oh, he's cute. It's Mando Day. This is the way. This, this is, is the way. way. Disney says one of their one of their bright spots for their company has been. <laughs> Has been the Mandalorian so far the biggest season ever with downloads. The show is huge. It's, it's because of that that little thing, the Grogu there, and boy, then they're really pushing. You're right, they're pushing his name because it, it, I wasn't was it the first show, right? And, oh, you brought the kid with you. His name's Grogu. Yeah, the kid Grogu. His name's Grogu. It's like they're making it a point to mention it yeah. every single episode for marketing purposes. Maybe it's because you know, did uh, Lucas get upset that they're calling it Baby Yoda? I don't know. I think he just takes the profits now. He's nothing to do with it. Okay. Who the heck knows? Because I know it says based on George Lucas's Star Wars at the beginning or at the end. But I saw an interview with the creator, John Favreau. He calls him Baby Yoda. Well, there. What do you expect? Diener almost got thrown out of Disney for calling it Baby Yoda. Yeah, yeah they were they upset. Been upset. Yeah. They get out of shape. Now. It's Grogu. What a stupid name. <laughs> what do you want him named to like Paul? I don't know. Give him a normal Grogu. <laughs> oh and again, there was Yoda. Okay. There's another show that you may not be watching, so maybe you don't like what we're talking about here, but this succession show. Massive. The meanest, nastiest family you're all ever meet. Besi- ever. Besides mine. No. The the difference being they're worth they're supposed to be worth mega billions. If you haven't caught onto this show yet, it's it it really is. It's really well done. And it's all about the kids taking control of the company from the father and the father just playing them against each other. That's exactly it's what he does. Horrible. It's he's the, he's so evil, it's but you so love well him. So well done, though. And the kids are, and you, you think, oh my god, they're so stupid. I always I always root for the the character that uh, Brian Cox plays, the dad, yes, the patriarch of the family. I do. I, I like root, him. But, and he's awful too. He's terrible. But it's like the the same with William H Macy there in Shameless. He's the worst dad in the world, but he makes you laugh through the whole show. So you root for him. Yeah, it's like, this is great. The debut of the new, uh, and last, by the way, no more succession after this season. Oh, you're kidding me? The debut in uh, episode one, which I have not seen. No one spoiled it for me yet, but I heard it was great. It brought in around 2.3 million viewers last Sunday, and then they get, you know, a right. bunch more after that. Like People like me see it later. It's a 33% increase from the previous ser- series high. Uh, we'll see. Which was season's three finale. Right. So this the first show got more than the finale, which means more and more people are catching on to the show is what it is. That's exactly. It took a, took a while to get some legs. It did. 
It you know? no doubt did. And and the only reason I watch it is because you told me about it. You came in, you said, you're going to love this family. Go watch this show, Succession. And then the first couple, you know, you're getting introduced to all these weirdos. And then you, the I always like the guy that plays the father, though. Oh, such he's, a good actor. He's, what's his name? Brian Cox. Yeah, he's really, really good. He was really he's good. He plays Logan Roy. Uh, I have to be selective and careful about which shows we recommend to you these days, though, because I'm like, I'm at home and we're watching Succession. You were out, and I'm going, oh, these people are terrible. Jen's going to love this. <laughs> let, me, let me write a note to send her a text to watch Succession. Watch this show. You're it's ri- really good. You know, your theory is exactly right. The Warner Brothers Discovery, they said viewers began re-watching the series at a very high rate leading up to the fourth season. So they heard about it. Right. Binge watched it and they caught up. Well, that's what Stranger Things is going to end up happening to them when they finally come up with the next season. Because well, how long do we got to wait for? I'm well, going to have to go back and watch the whole thing all over again. That, but that's a but they they, they win that and way. they bank on that another year. You know what? Yeah, I think it's oh next spring. They're talking about start watching it now. Then, but you know what? Other shows like that, and you, you I know you can, uh, can attest to this, Bill, because that was the same way with it. Breaking Bad. Uh, yes, yeah. It was the same way where you heard about it like yep. five, four or five years into it, and you, you had and I to go did back. the same thing. Yep. Waited till it was done. Right. Wait a couple of years, and nobody spoiled it for me that because yep. I knew I would have been so mad. Having to wait a season for that one. Oh, my gosh. Because I binge-watched seasons at a time. Yeah, that's right. I thought about that, too, as, as oh. I was watching. I thought, how did people watch this in real time? I wouldn't have been able to handle it. Game of Thrones was the same way when I binged that. So I was good. like, how did, how did people wait a year and a half for the next season? So good. Oh, my gosh. And, and it's worth the wait if it's well done. There's a lot of good stuff out now. Curb your enthusiasm. Yes. Uh, the good news is it, it's it's they're still wrapping it up, but uh, it could be over after this yeah, year. Yeah, twelfth season. Yeah, Larry, David, and uh, HBO are their contracts over, and uh, they're saying they're not going to renew it. He said before he could do this show forever, essentially, because it's just based off of current events and his observations. It's, it's his I mean, life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm and thinking, just they ad so much stuff you can tell. Oh, yeah. I'd be afraid to be a friend of his because you know you'd end up on that show. <laughs> It'd be like, oh my God. I hope Richard Lewis my- can come back. He was fantastic on that show with, with uh, I just what's, just forgot his name. We just said his name. Larry David. Larry David. They were good together. They're great. They, yeah. they, because they've known each other for so long. Yeah. We were just watching an episode for this past season, trying to you know, catch up on things. And. Larry David is sitting next to uh, Richard, what's his face? His Richard friend, Lewis. Richard Lewis. And they're, they're arguing back and forth. It's at a, at a political thing. A candidate is speaking, there, and they're getting really loud like this. <laughs> Larry David goes, Richard Lewis goes, when are you going to die? <laughs> <laughs> and they, But they both started cracking up like that wasn't in the script, and you could tell they were trying to hold oh it in. Gonna when are you just going to die? <laughs> It's just That's too much. craziness. Well, that'll craziness. be fun to watch when it comes out. All right. We got some more stuff coming up uh, next. We got some headlines for you, but also something amazing has popped up. This has turned into a giant, giant fight. It came from a Reddit discussion. You see this guy getting shamed as a fat phobe? No. That's what he talked about on the plane. He was complaining about a larger fella next to him. Oh, and he's getting attacked? And he says, I should get a, I should get a discount on my seat because I had to put up with this guy's weight. Wow. We'll put it that way. Aren't they supposed to, if you're really heavy, don't they make you buy two seats? Apparently not on this one. Oh, I miss this. I don't know. Okay. I kind of think he's right, but I mean, he's been, you can't say that. No. No. You can't say anything anymore. Well, you're right. <laughs> Sometimes maybe you shouldn't. And uh, this is a story as well. All the AI tech experts, I mean, all the tech experts getting together to try to stop AI for a little bit. Yeah, because they say it's getting out of control. Including Elon. Ooh. And Steve Wozniak from Apple. Really? Yeah. It's coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. 
the South Florida Morning Show. Thanks for hanging out with us. Always appreciate you. There's Jen, there's Diener, I'm Bill. Uh, the Morning Show blog is up and running, I think. Uh, best place to get that is on the 850 mobile app, which you can always stream live as well. Diener, what we no idea today? Yeah, it was kind of a wild card type of day, right? Well, it's weird. <laughs> it's a weird day. It was. What but did we talk about? I wouldn't even know what to guess today. Well, we ended up getting a couple of things on there. The first one was actually something we, we highlighted was the mystery fan from FAU. Oh, ended yeah. up Being a grad from FAU in 89, Carrot Top, cheering oh. on the Owls as they head to Houston for the Final Four. Of all the surprises, Carrot Top turns out to be an FAU alum and fan. Who knew? Didn't see that coming. Does he have tickets to the Final Four? Is he going to be at the game on Saturday? He should go. I would think so. Yeah, but he's got, I'm sure, weekends in Vegas. He is is booked full of shows. Yeah, that's true. So he probably can't go because of shows. But we got that on there. He talks about FAU, and he's excited for it. Uh, Our news partner is Channel 5, WPTV, did an interview with him. So we put that on there so you can see it. So it's cool. He had a lot to say, too. Yeah, he did, actually. So that's that's a fun one. And then, well, definitely not fun, but it's it's a... um, the video that's been going around since yesterday, the body cam video yeah. from the Nashville oh. police as they went into the Covenant School to take out the shooter. We put it up there because, I mean, we know it's been everywhere, mm-hmm. and but at the same time, it's just it's being talked about by everybody. So I figured, look, if you haven't seen it, if you want to see how it went down, just just from the pure aspect of the incredible training that these police officers showed and the... the, the the operation, it was it was flawless. So just from that aspect, if you wanted to see how it went down, the video was available to you. But obviously, it's very extremely intense and graphic. So. And then they showed, and you get the two perspectives. The the first one from, uh, you know, from the officers. It's kind of directing everybody, and he's pushing people ahead. Right. But then you get you also said that the cut shot is from the rifleman. Yeah, which is even wild because I think he took the first shots. Yeah, and they say that on that team there's two. There's one that's the alleged lookout, yeah. and one is the the shooter. Wow. But in either case, they both could have taken that chick out. Mm-hmm. You're right, though. It's incredible. Yeah, very well, very well put together. That's so. that's how it's going to be so done. Training I think supposed to do exactly. I think that's honestly. I mean, if they do this, I don't know, but I think it should be shown to different police departments around the country. This is how you handle an active shooter situation. Mm. It's incredible to see how they did it. It's amazing. So that's uh, both of those on 850WFTL.com, the 850 mobile app, all of it there. Make sure you get the app, too, so you don't miss this stuff right there in the morning show blog. In the meantime, guess who said this quote, everybody? Okay. It's a dangerous race that no one can predict or control. Dangerous race. That would be from Elon Musk talking about AI. Artificial intelligence. Oh, he's is, saying that? This is actually, he he says, I saw him oh. quoted last week where he said, it's the thing that keeps me up at night. That's kind of scary. It's really scary. So we were all heard about that chat GPT thing. Right. That uh, Microsoft product where you prompt in a, a prompt, it does the research for you. It, it gathers metadata from all over the world. Anything that's been written by something and, you know, and it's got great uses. It really does. In the wrong hands, it could be horrifying. So, and this is an amazing development, Jen. Elon, Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak, remember him? Oh, yeah. And a thousand other tech leaders have gotten together. They've all signed a letter to asking for a pause on AI development because it's a profound risk to society and humanity. Wow. These would be the guys that know. Holy cow. That's that's pretty straightforward. I I still go back. Was it IBM you told me about? They had two computers talking to each other. I'll never forget that. And then they started speaking their own. Literally, they took over and started speaking their own language. So the programmers couldn't understand what they were saying to each other. And I'm like, that's not good. That's not good. Yeah. 
Uh, Musk and the industry calling on a six-month pause on development so they can try to figure out some things. They sent the letter to something called the Future of Life Institute. But they're all in agreement on this thing. And you hope people and countries and, and other tech companies will listen to them. Wow. But what are the odds? I mean, I've always been told and always heard that, you know, AI is only as smart as who's ever programming it. Exactly. But if it starts to think on its own, who gave it that knowledge? Right. And can you put like a restrictor plate yeah. on this thing? Because they say- Like a governor, you know, like you used to have, like right. they have on, you know, cars and stuff. Because, and we all know, because what we've seen from chat GPT so far is it's it sounds extremely biased. Because all it can do is take, like, if you ask it about an issue or a policy or a state or something, it just takes information that's already been written. It's already been published. It's already right. been, you know, you know, online. So obviously it's going to be biased, right? That's not even Elon's biggest concern, even though he's pointed it out. He said it in the letter. His fear is this. Technology will become so advanced, so fast... It no longer will require or listen to human interference. It's just on its own. It's been unleashed, and it's out there. And you can't stop it. It's Cyberdyne. Uh, yes. That's what it is. It's just like Terminator. Yeah, it is. It's, I mean, it's that scenario come to life. And if Holy they just, cow. Remember Cyberdyne? The decision was the computers decided humans were too dangerous to let them live. Mm-hmm. Right. Get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's oh, no. kill them all off. Oh, boy. Round them up and get rid of them. Wow. That's not good. No, it's that's crazy. I've been talking about this for a while, the dangers of AI and how quickly, you know, the the thought pattern evolves there. And it's uh yeah, I mean, but, if they're saying to beware, that should make people kind of raise an eyebrow. Well, and they're saying it because I mean, they're they're the nice people programming these things. What if you get some crazed person who has Elon Musk's intelligence who can program AI to be evil? Sure. It, it, it it's it's feasible. And they take over the world. Well, the potential <laughs> for that is very strong. And they're, I think they're all, all of these tech leaders are shocked at how rapidly it's developing, too. Scary. How do you use that chat, GPT? I've never tried it. It's like a program you put in a prompt. Oh, okay. You ask it things. All right. Can I download it on my phone? I don't want that in the hands of you. <laughs> I, I'm not going <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> We're talking about the dangers. Okay, well. There's the danger. Jen gets AI. I'm just so curious. Oh, no. I have a hard time with Word. <laughs> We're still working on I am, too. I'm like, I'm still discovering things on Word. I'm like, wow. You do that? Really? I watch my kids on a computer. It's like, what did you, how did you do that? You just pressed this button, Mark. Really? Okay. That's another thing, by the way. Side note with AI that college, uh, high schools and universities are having a major problem with was, was plagiarism. Just put in a prompt and it's got to, because it, really? it is writing in, in like, you It'll know. write a paper for you. Yeah. In a second. Really? Yeah. I mean, in a second, paper's done. Oh, where was this when I was in school? Yeah. Yeah. Come I on. Had, I had to cheat the old way, like go <laughs> copy it out of the encyclopedia. That's right. I had to use cliff notes. Yeah. That, now that's the good way to cheat, I, I tell you. Know. I just had to sit next to Stanley. That's it. <laughs> oh, good old Stanley. Stanley, help me through calculus, please. All right. We're going to have to get to our uh, fat shaming story after rapid fire, oh. which is oh, coming up next. Can't a few you st- put it in rapid fire? It's, it's long. Oh, okay. Well, I can put it in. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. All right. We'll see. Give we'll us a couple of minutes. We get to find new stories. Diener's all excited. He says, I'm all set. He said it an hour ago. I'm all set for the next rapid fire already. How about yeah, that? And he's usually scrambling, like, right now, going, <laughs> right now. Oh, God, I don't have any stories. That's correct. <laughs> all right.
we'll so these it. are going to be doozies then. All right, we'll get, including we'll have a Mega Millions update for you, as well as uh, Sinu TV Entertainment as well, and the headlines. It's all coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. One more around with some news stories, stuff maybe you haven't heard yet, maybe you have already. Who knows? Here's our perspective, and Jen's got the first. Well, we're starting with sports, and it's got nothing to do with baseball or basketball. Whoa. The 2023 Masters right around the corner, oh April 6th. Gosh, that's right, too. The April 6th, next week. Yeah. And the live golfers have been invited to play alongside the PGA pros. Nice. I like that. Rivalries. Very, very smart. Because the Masters does their own thing, right? They don't listen to the PGA. Yeah, they don't care. I guess not. They 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 run the show, right? I I would think so. They're following what the 2022 U.S. Open and British Open did because they allowed the live players to play. Hold on. Does Uh this mean that the Masters is going to be on on Easter weekend? It's Masters Sundays is Easter Sunday. Just as the Savior would have wanted it. That's right. Well, you know what? He may have risen again because there is the spectacle of Tiger Woods playing at oh, the he's Masters. Play. That's right. Uh, with the victory, he would tie Jack Nicholas for most Masters wins all time with six. Okay, following me here. I'm still thinking. Of Why this are you imagery looking of, at me? It's just this imagery of Tiger Woods coming out of the tomb. This is, yeah, Jesus, Tiger. Uh, you know. Well, I'm just saying. He would also pull within two of Nicholas's all-time majors records of 18. That's true. Wow. The odds of that happening, however, for Tiger aren't great. No. His are 4,000 to 1 that it's not going to happen. I think Isn't when that he, terrible? he won the Masters, was that right before the pandemic? I think he, he won. Did. It was the big comeback one. That's right. It was, it was that, that feel-good story. Yes, in 19. I yeah. think that's pretty much the cherry on top. I don't see anything else coming after that. I hope I'm wrong. I'd love to see it. That'd be well, great. it just depends on how his leg's doing. Yeah. yeah. You know? A car accident did him in, I think. He's got me around golf for many, many years, obviously. It may not be in tournaments, but still, just to have him around. or even even if it, I wonder if there's going to be a point in time where he just shows up at tournaments, and even that's enough of a draw if he's not even playing. I don't know. I don't know. It, it would be, he's, he's, he's definitely got the draw, though. No doubt about and that. And he'll always play at the Masters, because once you win, you're always invited sure. back. So. Right. Hmm. Well, now that you're talking about sports, Jen. Oh, yes. The draft it's sound. The draft? Is it coming back? The, no one has drafted a player yet. Okay. Oh. But they've made some changes. Now, the NFL owners are getting together in Phoenix, Arizona. They're wrapping up their meetings there, and they made some changes. First of all, you had this story. It's amazing. The first official bid has been submitted to buy the Washington Commanders. Yeah, what's his name? Your buddy there, the Ginger Devil, said actually there were two bids. The first bid came into the Magic Johnson group. Yeah. It's the guy that runs it. That's the head of it. Owns like the the Philadelphia 76. Is that who they are? The 76ers? Who yes, are they? he does. So he yeah. owns them mm-hmm. and he owns somebody. He already owns like three teams. Well, different leagues too. Yeah. I mean. Well, Magic <laughs> would be a multi-league owner because he owns that group with the Dodgers. Yeah. That's oh, right. does he really? Yeah. But he's, yeah, he's part of that group. And the other one was some Canadian guy mm. is the head of it. So they've had two offers and Goodell says once they make their decision, they'll let him know and he'll make the announcement. Here's one of the other rule changes that happened. It's a big deal. They, a couple of years ago, they allowed players, defensive players, to wear single-digit numbers. Okay. You know who hated that? Brady hated that. Oh, did he? He says, yeah, screw me all up. But anyway. <laughs> they also just made a new rule. They're going to allow players to wear the number, if it's really a number, zero. The really? donut. Very popular well, idea. Well, I guess if you're a receiver, though, and you're the quarterback, you just you just shoot for the donut, the hole. That's true. You target. That's your target. <laughs> Put it in the donut. <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars 
Oh, yeah. Wide receiver Calvin Ridley came out first of all and said, I am going to be number zero with the Jags. See, there you go. Goldilocks will have something to throw at. And I, I guess a big a, zero. I guess a bunch of players, like seven or eight, have said that they're going to wear zero. Wow. I just think... What well, how bad would zero be with a quarterback? <laughs> Let's you know, go. You think zero. You think... Uh, You'd be like I, the generic I, guy on Madden. That's that right. They give you. <laughs> well, I guess, you know what? If, if you've worn it in college or you wore it in high school, then you'd probably want to wear it again. So, I guess. Does it make a difference? Now, here's a rule that came out of the meetings. A decision, really. Follow the money, as Jen always says, mm. that the players hate... And I don't know how they got this past the players' union. Maybe they don't need to. It's gonna, they're going to allow teams to have two Sunday, uh, Thursday night games during the year. Why is that bad? They hate it because they get less recovery time and uh, it's more travel time jammed into a schedule. So they'll play on a Thursday and then play the following Sunday? No, the other way around. So you play, oh, they Sunday, play Sunday and then you play the coming Thursday. The good part is on the back and you get more rest time because then you don't play again until the next Sunday. But right. that three-day turnaround is just extremely difficult. Ugh. Wow. Yeah. So. Can't put enough juice in them to get them back on the field. Oh, that's what a lot of players are complaining about. Me. They're calling the NFL hypocrites. Um, Mahomes is already against yeah. it. So. Yeah, they hate it. Can it's, they get it changed if enough players complain? It would come up in the next collective bargaining agreement with the union. Okay. Now, the question is, will anybody actually be scheduled two games? We don't know, but the availability is there. Yeah, you might have some runaway team that is having a great season, and they might want to schedule them again. Right. It's good for Amazon. Wow. I mean, it does happen. You know, Teams get flexed. Oh, you know, yeah. you're having a good season at the end of the year. Oh, yeah. Scheduled into that Thursday. So mm. now, Jen, I thought of you with this because I have a feeling it's a lottery winner. No, no, no. Okay, I have a feeling that we're going to see two new animals on Jen on the Jen Ross Ranch. Oh, geez. Geez. there's Please, no room no. anymore. Oh, you're going to make room when you hear I'm about in the process of buying a new trailer. So I have to get a big one. Oh, <laughs> when you hear about the best friends, Cinnamon and Felix. Who are they? There are two animals that were taken to a North Carolina animal shelter. They're trying to find a new home. But why is it such a big deal? Why is it such a big deal? Because these people? they are a very unusual pair that normally the dog preys on this type of animal. It's a goat. Cinnamon <laughs> is a goat. And Felix is a, looks like a kind of like a pit bull type of dog. But they're best friends. Okay. They're inseparable. Have they been together since puppies? I guess so. Wow. The, the original owner said he couldn't take care of them anymore. Brought him to the Aww. shelter, and when they tried to move Felix the dog, Cinnamon the goat starts crying. <laughs> Can't do it. So the animal shelter said that they are determined to try to find someone who can take them together as a pair because they don't want to split them up. It's too sad. They're best friends. You don't want a crying goat. No. No. You've had goats before, and you didn't like the goat, right? No. We had Jesus, we had Joseph and Mary, and then we had Jesus, the baby. <laughs> How could I forget? <laughs> we found him Christmas Eve. My oh. daughter found him wandering around. Until you sent and them no off one, to the no, factory. And no one would claim them. Now, after I had them, I know why no one wanted to claim them. They were destructive little devils. Which is why they're not on Earth anymore. <laughs> no, they're on Earth. They're just not at my place. Ever heard of goat soup? <laughs> <laughs> That was the turtle. Oh. Well, oh no. Well, hopefully, about that one. Hopefully Cinnamon and Felix find a good home because they're best friends. His little doggy, his little goat. They don't want to separate from each other. It's like a movie. Oh, gee. Yeah. Okay. That's like a kid's cartoon. It does. All right. You got me on animals, so now I have to put this in here, Diener. 
This is. Oh, you skipped Jen. You skipped me. Oh, sorry, Jen. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I I'll go last. Here. So this is good because then this will get. I'll just get out of the way. Today is Manatee Appreciation Day. Oh, oh we can go to the Manatee place at FPL and go look at the manatees. That's nice. I didn't know there was a Manatee Appreciation Day. Good for them. It's our official state mammal. That's true. I love manatees. This is family. They live outside of Paris. They wanted to sell their home. So they called in an auctioneer and said, you know, can you come appraise our home? Tell us how much we should ask for it. So the guy's in there. He goes into the little back bedroom. He's in the TV room. He's looking around. He turns around. And as he's walking out of the room, he stops and he goes, oh, my God. And in front of him is this little 112 centimeter by 184 centimeter wide painting. Whoa. A lost painting from a 17th century painter by the name of Peter Bruegel the Younger. The Younger. Because there was one that was older. <laughs> so is that like Junior? Is that like an old way That's of saying like Junior? That's like Junior. Okay. Yeah, it, the heads older. To the, it heads to the auction house in Paris next week. The opening bid... $650,000. See, this is the type of thing that makes you crazy. Yeah, These just, people yeah, had you no hate them, right? Yeah. They thought it was a fake. Oh it's been gosh. in the family since the early 1900s. No way. Just passed down from family to family. Thought thought it was just a, 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 you know, a copy. It was the original. Well, it actually probably worked out that they didn't know until now because it's more valuable 100 so years later. these stupid people. See? I knew the hate was coming. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> hate these people. Because it's like, you're right, it's like they won the lottery. It's true. Wow. 600, but they expect it to sell for much higher. But wow. opening bid, 650000 All right, well, uh, I guess I'll finish off here. Well, we got to go do Bill. Or was that your manatee story? Was oh, that? I'm fine if you want to count that one. No, <laughs> oh, I, that, are you good? good? No, go. Oh, I thought, no, I thought no, he's no, got no. another okay. one. Don't you have another one? No? Okay. I can tell you about Jeremy Renner recovering. Yeah, oh, go yeah. Ahead. That's all. Did you just see how? Did you know how that happened? He was digging his nephew out. I couldn't understand the the, how the whole the mechanics of it. He got off of the snowcat to go and hand dig. Oh wow! And the snowcat started to roll. Right. And it rolled over him. It was Mm. like you know the the old Doris Dookie. She hit the guy in the you know at at her house near the gate. Yeah. Gate didn't open. Killed the guy. Blunt chest trauma and orthopedic injuries. Uh, the guy that obviously plays Hawkeye in the Marvel series. That's who we're talking about here. He's not going to act anymore, but he is going to make it. He's well enough to attend the first press event since the accident. He's going to attend the Renovations World premiere on April 11th. The renovation show for, like, what, farm equipment and stuff? Well, well, what he Probably does, he not going to have a snowcat in it. Yeah, he takes old stuff and then they renovate it into something renovated. Exactly. into something. He's calling it renovate, but... And then they give it to whoever needs it, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's a combine or something like that. Oh, pretty cool. can do that. Nice to hear that he's doing well enough to do it that. Is. He seems to be a really good yeah. guy. Well, I'll finish off with this, and you can stop eating your breakfast sandwich real quick as I tell you this story. An 18-foot python was found recently in South Florida. Now, that's not the crazy part or even the gross part. The crazy part here, and there is a video, and I'm, I'm not even sure if I can put this on the blog it was tomorrow. Inside not today. something. Well, the 18-foot python, it looked a little bloated. Oh, jeez. And they're wondering, wow, this thing, oh, God, what's going on here? This? So obviously, a, you know, a trapper kills the python, traps it. You got to get rid of an invasive species down here. So they bring it in for the autopsy, and they're like, this thing ate something. It's too big. Or that, you know, either that or, you know, maybe it's a female, the babies, or whatever. Oh, no, it ate something. <laughs> there was a five-foot gator wow. inside of this 18-foot python. Oh, wow. my gosh. It just complete. I mean, it is whole. Boy, if that doesn't it tell you, this thing whole. Those how, things are a menace. How big they are, though. 
I realize wow. how, how hard it is to... Just think of how big a five and a half foot alligator, how wide it is. I mean, that's, that's and that thing was fighting. You knew it didn't go down without a fight. I mean, that, that's a, that's a, a small. Think about a short guy. Sure, that's right. what that is. Wow! And you just ingested it whole. And then when they did the oh autopsy, the gator was still in there. I mean, obviously he's dead. That is, I think it was a full gator necropsy. When yeah, it's exactly. Animal before you get the hate mail. Wasn't that one yes. that was it was it was attempting to eat a deer? Didn't we hear that one once? Yeah, wasn't. It? Remember we had the anaconda that blew up because it ate the alligator. Oh my god! Remember that one yeah. picture yeah. that went viral? They're unbelievable predators. They just are. Get rid of unreal, them. Unreal though. When wow. you see the if you see the video, I'm not, again, blog is full today. I think it's too gross to put up on the blog, but it is incredible to see god, this thing come it's out. It's never too gross to put on the blog. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow oh, they then. Cut it open. Oh, they did. Oh, wow. how disgusting. <laughs> Well, that'll do it. Then. Oh my God! Oh, that. <laughs> All right, we'll get to this one next. I think here's a conundrum for you: a social, a sociology question. Should this guy have been kicked off a flight for being fat phobic? Hmm. What he said got him in trouble, but he says the person next to him was so large he had nowhere to sit, and it was going to be like a 12-hour flight. Oh well, I could probably see both sides. This thing is going viral. Obviously, the okay. discussion. He doesn't okay. sound like the nicest guy in the world, but does he make a point? Well. He got Thanks. to his seat and he had no room. If you get, mm. if you're in that situation, you'd probably agree with him, right? Yeah, I would think. Uh, we'll find out. It doesn't sound very nice either. So oh, maybe, well. maybe they just wanted him off. <laughs> that and a couple more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The South Florida Morning Show. News Talk 850 WFTL. It's Jen, the Steiner, on Bill. Welcome to midweek. Uh, I think it's happening now. I'm starting to see some of the local news stations with the the send off for the FAU Owls. Do they have a police escort going down 95? Uh, no. Why not? I think they're kind of glad they have a bus, but that's okay. <laughs> I, I, I didn't see a lot of activity there. Kids are busy with glasses, but it's still a great story. Yeah, well, you could go. Why don't you listen? Can, can I, I leave now? Early? I'll, I'll yeah. Dash down. I'll give a police escort. You got to go south? <laughs> I'll, I'll get stopped for speeding and just tell the cop to keep following me while I'm behind the bus. It's going to be at our next traffic report. And a crazed woman has been pulled over on the right lane of 95 near Boca. But that's good. So that's happening. Good now. for them. Good for them is right. Go FAU. The game again, just to, for uh, programming notes, their game is the first one Saturday night. Uh, both games, and then the uh, then the UM one is going to happen. The second game, and then the championship game is Monday night, right at nine o'clock uh-huh. or nine o nine or whatever the hell time it is. That's going to be a challenge. Nine o'clock. I know. I'm in bed before it starts. <laughs> Gosh, you guys watch it and tell me how it ends. Okay, right. I'll I'll get the highlights the next day. All right, you make the call. Okay. This is apparently a, and it's coming from Reddit, which I kind of hate because it's just like eh. a discussion thing and people put topics up, but it really did happen to the guy. He's got some, okay. some video. It's Air Traveler, this guy was kicked off a flight for being fat phobic. That was the reason, and rude. Okay. His point is, he went to his seat, and uh, it, it was going, he had basically nowhere to sit because the person he was assigned next to was so incredibly large. Oh, kind of <clears throat> like moved into his chair too describes himself as 18 years old going to his home country he doesn't say where he said the flight was going to last 12 hours so that's a factor too. oh dear all right so so far i'm siding with him until you hear some of the things he said oh he writes i had the delight of sitting next to an obese man who was taking up a large chunk of my seat okay he said uh i'm no small person myself i'm about six three Oh, jeez. this would have been a nightmare i said to the flight attendant i have nowhere to sit Flight attendants are having nothing to do with it. Yeah, you do. It's there. He said, no, I have no room. 
They said, too bad, the guy next to you paid for his seat. So then he, then he went a little... Wow. Then he went a little... Uh, ballistic? Yeah. Yeah, I can understand. Uh, I might go a little ballistic too, though. Right. Because why... Just because he paid for a seat, I paid for a seat too. Why does he get priority over me? This is my what I got him in trouble. He says, I asked the flight attendant how it's possible that my seat is still rendered as available if it was being used for someone else's literal roles. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay, well, that probably wasn't the smart thing to say. And he said, hey, I added, I added this airline was absolutely terrible just a few years ago. Not just this incident went downhill in quality, and then she doubled down, and they kick him off there. But it's, it's, it's led to this massive fight on many social media sites now. And I'm getting the story off of Fox News saying, no, you're the bad guy. It doesn't matter if the guy's large. He said... That's not true. I, I don't think so either. I agree with you. I... I, I, I I don't agree with how this guy handled it, but I don't think the flight attendant should have done that to this guy either. You know, why is it his seat less important? And if this usually there was all that stipulate. Remember all those nonsense that if you're really, really heavy, you have to buy two seats. I thought that was actually that, still the policy. Yeah, because I don't of know that what situation. airline he's, he's talking about here, but obviously an international one. That, and, that left from the states, and I tell you, it, unless you're flying first class international, it is no fun sitting in the back. And if you get somebody very large next to you, it's going to be even less fun. A twelve-hour flight? No, I'd so, be like, no. He wraps it up by saying this, and this is where a lot of people are siding with this guy. He says, I know you think I'm a bad person for this, but on the other hand, I'm having to pay for the lack of discipline for another person as well as this crappy airline's booking system. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's right. When they throw you off the plane, do they give you your money back? I don't know. Or do they keep it? That's like the double I, no, whammy. I, no, I'm pretty sure they keep it. They tossed you off. You were booked onto the flight. They did their job, and you right. decided to get kicked off, I guess. So you know they keep I mean? the money, too. So this guy right. lost all the way around. Right. Wow. I, you know, I can understand, though, if you've ever even – if, even if it's not a heavy person, if it's just a big person. You know, you're sitting next to a guy in a plane that's 6'5". The odds are he's big everywhere. You know, he's not only just tall, he has no room. And because he's got no room, you got no room. Right. So it's it's not just somebody who's against obese people. It's just big people. I feel sorry for big people because it's hard to fly. Oh, I, no, I get that. But, you know? but this it's one of those things where it's like, okay, he got cocked, you know, tossed off the plane because of what he was saying, I'm sure. I'm sure he was pretty upset about it. It's a stressful situation anyway. But well, I mean, what was the other guy saying? I, that's what I don't have. I would love to see. Maybe he said nothing. He's wow. not saying the guy chimed in at all. He must have been embarrassed as hell. But I mean, what are you going to do? Jeez, that's Jeez. terrible. That's a terrible situation to be put in. I felt bad. Mm. I don't know. I'd be I'd be upset though if it were me, and I had to sit next to somebody like that. I could understand. I'm with you. You know, it's, it's you a see con- both it's sides. A conundrum. It is a conundrum. You know, it's just that simple. Oh, are we done? Right. Yeah. Really? Okay, I'm going to go catch the school bus. Oh, so. yeah. Go support your owls. Is it? Does it say owls on the side? Like, does it say FAU owls on it or FAU? You'll find so it. I'll be able to find it, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm if sure I get rented. arrested, you guys will bail me out, right? No. Okay. So Dina and I will be here tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Good luck, we'll Jen. Be, we'll be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. We'd love to have you join us. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.